Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With water again. And, uh, and so what a horrible oh, thing. They, they cannot Recorded create their live. own... Stinking culture. They always have to co-op somebody else's uh, good stuff. Like even the word, like the term gay used to mean happy. Yeah. Now it means, you know, flaming yep. sodomite queer. And uh, yep. it's going to be one of those shows, Pastor. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. So we can't let this shooting go. Obviously, we have to talk about it. I, uh, we got, I've got so much right now that uh, this hour will not cover and we'll have to deal with uh, the topics that we've been talking about this past week, Jason, um, uh, we, man, there's just so much to deal with, but uh, I can't ignore the shooting. And so let's take a few minutes and just discuss this. Everybody's heard it. They saw it on the news. Um, everybody saw that Fox News video where the guy comes up behind the cop and shoots him down. Five officers are killed in Dallas, Texas. And then before that, I think everybody has seen that YouTube video that was posted by the woman up in Minnesota, um, who was, as you were saying before the show, Jason, extremely calm for oh, seeing man, her boyfriend so just shot and then, I mean, die right there. Her four-year-old daughter's in the car. And I mean, seriously, the guy's bleeding out right next to her and she's and she's streaming it on YouTube and saying in a calm voice, you just shot her, sir. Uh, He was just trying to get out his license and registration, sir. And it's like, no, this isn't happening. What what in the world? Well, and we don't get the whole picture either. All we got is a guy bleeding out on chair. We don't know what happened. All right. Or well, we get to see her as she is like hosting this little YouTube, you know, channel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she turns okay. the, the phone to herself and then she turns it over so you can see just the arms of the officer. There was so much suspicious about that video. It's just really got me on a rant and a rage the last few days because I, that is hard for me it, to suspend my disbelief or uh, to, uh, to suspend my belief that, that, didn't actually happen because when you watch yeah. the video, you think, "Wow, that really doesn't add up." Yeah, I mean, I'm so just watching was? the video. I mean, was she just strung out on drugs? Maybe I feel was terrible. It as it seemed for the okay, person. Okay, well, that's fine too. Um, yeah, or, or was it a was it a setup? I don't know. How can you well, tell? Okay, that see, you you said the magic word setup, and that's I have to say this. All right, um, in our town, the flags have been. The American flags that are, you know, in front of the fire department, uh, the courthouse, um, sheriff's department, police department, all that. All the flags have been half mass. They've been half mass for the last uh, two months. All right. It's just been constant tragedy. One after another. Gun death, gun death, another gun death. And I, I Jason, I, I just can't help but think that this is all part of the agenda. Now, I do believe that when a country gets where it's at right now where we don't generally fear God, these kind of things are going to continue. This kind of shooting, which we all sit there and go, ah, here it comes again. A liberal Democrat will never let a uh, chaos or um, a crisis go to waste. And so, you no, know, Obama's been, up there talking been, about federal police and so on and so it's forth. It's been so one it's a just, day. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's, this is that's the thing because. Do you hear about that one up in Michigan today? Yeah, yeah. Where two bailiffs and a sheriff's deputy were shot and killed in a courthouse. Did they show the color of the person who killed the two bailiffs? I don't know. I just caught it on the. I I caught it as a blurb on the news. Think about that for a second. The fact that two bailiffs and a deputy being shot in a courthouse in Michigan is a blurb on the news these days. Think about where we have where we have gone as a country. To where three people who have authority within that courthouse are gunned down, shot dead, including the shooter. And this is just becoming a regular thing that is just a blurb. You know, number two on our news for you. But we have a local radio station that does the top three uh, things that they want you to know that you ought to know. And it's like, wow, they're totally trying to program us, but that's okay. And so it's like, you know, number three was, uh, I don't know, some kid got eaten by a gator again or something. I, I don't remember. Um, and, and number two was these guys, these people dying up in Michigan. And I forget what number one was, but the whole, the fact is that it has become part of our culture that we can, we're starting to get numb to this kind of stuff. And I think that's part of the programming that's happening on a national level. I believe it can be a part of the agenda and still be a reflection of the moral condition of the nation as well. Um, I believe that our government is so corrupt that there are people uh, behind Black Lives Matter. I mean, lives, excuse me, same thing. Um, I do believe there are people in government that are behind these shootings. Um, And yet, I believe the condition of the nation is so bad that these shootings will continue anyways. And because America will not turn back to God, the next step will be total and complete control by this federal government. Obama's already said, well, maybe we need to get a federal police. Why? Uh, Because he knows that in states like Idaho or states like Montana or the state of Arizona, Nevada, Texas, we're not giving up our guns. They're just not going to do it. So he's got to find a federal police or create a federal police that's going to come in and overrule what our state's. Um, will not allow, and that is federal intrusion into our constitutional rights. So I I believe all of this is part of the agenda, and it's also a reflection of the intelligence, the moral condition of this nation, and the fact that one video is being used to blame uh, the shootings on. Well, if this video hadn't been posted, I think they're right, though. I think our country is such a mess that we will look at a video like that and automatically make a judgment, even though there's not enough information to begin with and go kill somebody. Haven't they tried this before? Huh? I seem to remember something about a protest uh, where people were killed that was caused by a video. When was that? Oh, 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 Benghazi. That's right. It's Mm -hmm. all part of their pattern. It's not yeah. like they're even hiding it anymore, and that's the thing. People have fallen so asleep to the truth, Pastor, that, that, that they're just being led about, you know, like they have hooks in their, in their uh, mouths, just being led about wherever the media wants to lead them, wherever the government wants to lead them. You know, um, you've heard on this station, and our listeners have, for years and years and years, the people are sheep. Well, you know what? They're proving it time and time again right now. And it's really sad that almost all of America has shut their mind off to what is truly going on. It, it is true. It is true. I, listen, guys, the Bible teaches where to search out. The honor of kings in Proverbs 25 and verse 2 is to search out a matter. 
you don't make a, a, just a, a split second judgment on what you say. We say, well, I, in that Minnesota video, we got this woman, we got a guy laying there bleeding out, a woman calmly describing all the events. And, you know, if, if it truly happened the way she said, yeah, that's a problem. Okay. We got a cop that sounds like he's out of control out there. But we don't have all the information. And even if we did have all the information, you don't go running around shooting cops. You just don't do it. You don't shoot anybody just because of that. All right. And, and if, is there any, if there was anybody justified in shooting anybody, it would be the whose boyfriend, if, if she's telling the truth to begin with. Remember, I hate to say this in this way, guys, but Black Lives Matter. That's exactly what they're doing. We're just we're being just beaten down these lies. They're proven to lie over and over again. It's not because they're black either. It's because they've been taught that being black, they're victimized and oppressed. And so they've got to do whatever it takes to be free from the white oppressors. Two, two articles came out. One, a New York Times article said uh, uh, reported a Harvard student actually did a study. Now, he was black and angry over what happened in Minnesota. So he does a study with several students and has come to the conclusion that the only reason why the guy shot those officers in Dallas was because he was just angry at what happened up there in um, Minnesota. It had nothing to do with race, even though it has proven that the shooter said he hated white cops and white people in general. Then the other article which you sent, Jason, was uh, from Fox News, and they're saying that the reason why the shooting took place in Minnesota, or excuse me, down in Dallas, was because they're just angry at gun violence in general. So in response to gun violence in general, well, we use gun violence. I mean, that's the, that's the type of reasoning it's it, 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 okay. Here, here's the article. A suburban Minnesota police officer shot and killed a black motorist was reacting to the man's gun, not his race. Okay, that's different. I'm sorry. I, I was, I was, I was jumping to conclusions on that article. I'm talking about the one in, uh, that the New York Times gave. And they're basically saying that this is this has nothing to do with race. Well, folks, the black folks have been taught. They've been taught that they've been oppressed. They're they automatically are suspicious of any white folks because they're taught from school by white people that they were oppressed. Yeah. People oh, boy. Uh, Hillary really lent, lent credence to that, didn't she, this week when she was talking about how uh, white people need to uh, put put themselves in the black people's shoes and, yeah. uh, yep. and exactly. try to understand and need to apologize for the way that uh, – I'm so sick of that narrative. And here's the deal. You know, it seems like 90% of America is, that is, actually has their eyes open is sick of that type of thing. The fact is, I can guarantee you, Pastor, this is a truth from my heart right here. I know the heart is desperately wicked and uh, <laughs> deceitful above all things. But this is the truth. I have never oppressed a black person. Now they say, well, you just haven't done it, or you've done it, but you just didn't know you, you were doing realize it. it. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not true. <laughs> Stop dividing us. Here's the deal. The, the, uh, the relationship between blacks and whites was actually pretty good during the Clinton years, wasn't it? And during uh, uh, George W. Bush's, you got to look at our country after uh, 2001, after September 11th. Uh, at how we came together as a country. Now, whether or not that was a good thing that that happened, or if you're a conspiracy theorist that believes that was all, you know, a government plot, regardless of that, you saw our country come together. We have never 
in my lifetime for sure, and and I know most people's lifetimes, ever been so divided as a country along racial lines. Electing the first black president was supposed to do away with all of this, but he has been the most divisive, not president, the most divisive public person this country has ever seen, and he's doing it on purpose, and he has an agenda, and he has a plan, and it's not good for America. And we need to wake up to that. So the, the, the question is, well, what, what is a Christian supposed to do um, with all of this going on? All right, here, number one, uh, first of all, you still search out a matter, uh, and you search it through the book. How do you react in the book? Jesus Christ taught his disciples to go by a sword. Why? Because there would be times where they might face a dangerous situation. So we encourage the saints of God to continue to protect themselves. I think you ought to carry more often, folks. I really do. You just you need to protect yourselves. Yes, God takes care of us. I know that. But he also taught us just a, a personal responsibility. Also, for our churches, you, same thing. You've got to have people there to um, keep the thugs out. And there, I think there's more and more thugs out there. They're being bred through the television. I don't care what the Hollywood stars and their hypocrisy claim. You know, well, we just want to get rid of gun violence as they continue to collect millions portraying gun violence. All right? That's it. We got kids that are bred on this. Oh, The born identity guy, right, (laughs) came out last week (laughs) saying that, you know, guns are bad. We should uh, do away with all guns. In fact, we should have – we should just ban all guns right now and just, you know, just do it all right now. And this is the guy that made his living made his millions glorifying shooting people up. You have to love the hypocrisy. And ma- as a matter of fact, it drips with such hypocrisy, Pastor. You know, you could collect it and, uh, I don't know, get a bulk storage tank for the amount of hypocrisy that comes out of that one little place in California, Hollywood. Yeah, absolutely. But, again, you, you just conditioning the people. And so, and and I, I do believe that the mental instability uh, is going to grow in this nation. You get away from the book, God messes with your mind. You, you people are on dope. Yes. People are, they're, they're desensitized. They're, they're indulging in things that are so against nature. It's going to mess with your mind. They've proven over and over again that these sodomites are living in constant fear and paranoia. It's almost as if they're on dope. But the problem is they're doing things that are so vile that it is creating a paranoia within them. And so we're seeing this kind of foolishness. Now, Frank, he points out something in the chat room, and and I I don't necessarily disagree with this, but he says that he doesn't believe gun deaths have changed or have not increased uh, since 1968. It's just that we know more about it because of the news media. And that, that may be so. That may be so. But we do know in scriptures that the condition of this planet is going to get worse and worse in the latter days. All right? It's just so regardless re, re, listen now, regardless of um regardless of the fact that we are under the protection of Almighty God, we still have that responsibility to protect ourselves and as the con- country gets worse, I st- I think I think we need to be even more alert. As, a, as, as Christians and churches, and churches, 
And here's something that we'll talk about we're going in the second half of the broadcast and going into next week broadcast, and that is this. Keep the church under the lordship of Jesus Christ and keep the church a private assembly, not a public assembly. This is, this is imperative, guys, that the church stay where it's supposed to be. You're safest when you obey the scriptures. All right, you get out of the will of God, man, you better duck and cover. But when you stay within the will of God, you're safest. And you keep the church the way it's supposed to be, you have a better chance of keeping the junk out of the building. And here's a perfect example of this, Jason. I, I, we have to segue into it because we only got a few minutes left in the first half of the broadcast. As we're going to talk about in the second half of the broadcast, what it takes to start that true church and address another article. But the Iowa Civil Rights Commission is being sued for claiming it has the right to control the content of church services. And here's the kicker, Jason, that are open to the public. And that's, that, to me, that, that, that explains everything. Once a church becomes open to the public, you open your doors to sodomites, you open your doors to the nutcases, and you open the doors to the government, which I, I think... Well, falls into the same category as the first two that I just listed. And um, but it's, it's right there in black and white. The state of Iowa Civil Rights Commission thinks that they have the right to get into church services. Now, people are all upset about that and saying churches should be safe, churches should be safe. But, Jason, the church becomes an entity of the state or a creature of the state via 501c3 corporation, so on and so forth, registration. They become a public entity. Is that not true? Yeah, but they do. They're they're subject to the laws of the legislature, their creator. The courts have been so abundantly clear on this that uh, there really is no question. It's funny that pastors don't get it, but do with regard to the relationship. Listen, if you take to the government and to the laws of the legislature requiring incorporation, you you had better follow those laws. Otherwise, you will lose your corporate status. Or, uh, or your tax-exempt status on the IRS side if you don't do what they want. That's correct. Now, <clears throat> be able to not have limit that. If you ask for that, you ought to obey and you ought to follow that. Exactly. If you, want to, if you want to keep your incorporated status. Well, that's it right there. And here's the other thing, too. Because we have the mentality that it, the church's model should be the win the loss at all costs, um, the churches gladly open their doors, and they make it a public place. The pastors are glad, well, you know, this should be a public place where you can just walk in and pray and do whatever you want. I mean, we, we want that because this is an opportunity to win souls to Jesus Christ. So in their zeal, they've opened the door for the wrong um, the wrong type of people. And I well, think with that, with uh, already the half. Anyway, Already. Folks, this is the Contenders for the Faith Radio broadcast. We have so much more to bring in. We're going to try to cram it all into the next 30 minutes. But hey, you definitely want to stay tuned. We've got some exciting articles we're going to bring up. And we're also going to tell you uh, what, a, what a real church is and uh, how, you, how you make one. Hey, that's a pretty good segue into the second half. All right, folks, stay tuned through the break. Jump into that chat room. Um, we're having a ball in there, and you want to be part of that. We will be right back after these messages.
people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. from heaven, a clear word from God, a sermon of conviction, straight from the heart. I've been hearing other preachers say I don't have to change. The most eloquent of speakers tell me I'm okay, but it hasn't eased my conscience. And I know it's not the truth 
So when you stand before us, can I count on you? Oh, preacher, you say you want to be my friend. Don't be afraid to call my sin what it is. And preacher, tell me I can overcome, but it's only by the blood. the word and let the spirit lead preach until i've heard god speak to me don't worry about my feelings don't worry about my shame just preach the cross of jesus and that i'm to blame oh preacher you say you want to be my friend Friend, you call my sin what it is. And preacher, tell me I can overcome, but it's only by the blood of the Lamb. Don't tell me like I wish it was. Preacher, tell me like it is. Life is clean. The world is fading fast, and the foolishness of preaching is the only hope we have. So preacher, you say you want to be my friend, don't be afraid to call my sin what it is. Welcome back to the second half of the broadcast. And uh, I'm not sure if Jason's on. Are you on? I am. Are you on? Are you on? I'm yeah. on. I just I, I didn't hear you talking. I was. But it may be our <laughs> internet connection. So we're touch and go here. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So are you now. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'm going to put you on mute for a few minutes. Talk, Pastor. I know you can do that. You're good at that. <laughs> I will be right back. <laughs> okay. All right, folks. Welcome back to the second half of the broadcast. Jason's having technical difficulties out there with his tin can and wire in the great state of Indiana. And while he works on his connection, you are listening to the uh, Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. Pastor Anthony Grissy, Jason Burton, broadcasting to you live from the American Voice Radio Network. Now, you can contact Jason or myself via email. You can email me. Now, I've changed my email address because I've just, yeah, I've given up on my... Like you ever answer your emails anyway. Come oh, come on. on. I do, too. I do answer my email address. It is AJG. You have me blocked for like six months. 
Folks, try to send him an email. I dare you. <laughs> you haven't sent me any emails and agents. Why well, you block them? <laughs> no, it's because okay, it is because my pastor at Payson First Baptist Church dot net email has been down for two months. Literally, I can't get it back up. My IT guy cannot get it back up. It is the way it is. So if you've been emailing to that, that is the only reason why I haven't responded. Email to my other email address, and that is ajgcdg at gmail.com. confusing. at gmail.com. All right? Or Jason, you can, you can email Jason because he's the only one that actually does respond to emails. There you go. I said it. Um, Isn't that a fact? My goodness. <laughs> I mean, especially, I'm not going to throw my other ELC guys under the bus. No, you are. Go ahead. They don't, they don't even answer my calls. <laughs> it must be me, Pastor. It's got to be me. It is. I was talking to your pastor the other day. He says, don't answer, don't answer Jason's calls. Okay. <laughs> anyway, refreshedaz at hotmail.com. Refreshed AZ at hotmail.com. He's never changed his email address. And uh, you want to get a hold of Jason, he will reply back. And, um, you know, it, that's because he's so faithful and consistent. If we could just get your internet connection to be consistent and faithful, we'd have a really good show. Are you, you there? You know what? I live in Amish country. I think, literally, I think the internet connection is, is, is string and tin cans on either end. I, that's um, what I said. It's ridiculous. So I don't know what's going on here, but here's the deal. We are in a cell dead spot now as of the last couple of weeks. Now, is this a major deal? I don't care, except for the fact that I have my work cell phone that I need to use every once in a while. But uh, but this is the 21st century. What is going on? Our infrastructure is falling down. The roads are falling apart. Our government's not spending money on anything except for freebies for special interest groups. What is going on? All I want is a decent internet connection. I pay for the fastest internet on the planet, and I don't get it. <laughs> well, I, I can attest to that, folks. I was out there in Indiana last month, and, yeah, it, there's your cell phone signal and um, internet access out there stinks. I'm just saying, you know Jason, that. I, you know the guy that went through like America saying, "Can you hear me now? Can you hear me yeah. now?" He did not come here because well, nobody could hear, or he maybe he did. Nobody heard him. And he, and he changed providers. He went to Sprint. All right. So I'm coming up with this. This uh, bear, bear with me for just a half a second, Pastor. I'm coming up with this theory that underneath this area is a very large radioactive deposit of some sort that causes people to grow to be six and a half feet tall. And it cancels out most cell signals and Wi-Fi signals. I'm serious. Yep. It's getting uh-huh. weird around here, man. I believe it. State of Indiana, folks, just because it looks like it's all farmland, don't even think for a second it's pure mountain air or clean, fresh, GMO-free. <laughs> oh, not a chance in the world. Man, that place is allergy uh, haven and um, chemical oh, galore. You know? Yeah, I, the wind blows from one direction. We've got an ethanol plant about half a mile. Wind yep. blows from the other direction, and it's one of those mega factory swine farms that they've got to nuke all the pigs out of every two years because they are making up sort of some sort of strange HIV pig disease in there. So yeah. it's wonderful. Oh, the fresh, clean air of Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> the heartland of America, the farmland of America, and um, 
the hotbed of chemicals galore. It Which, by the way, it's not April hour. Can I, can I do one more unscheduled rant? Okay. Go ahead. Our farmer, who farms all around us on three sides, he, he sprays his chemicals in the wind, knowing my kids are in the yard, and this year he drug his planter through our grass. So you know what we did? <laughs> we mowed his beans down, the punk, because it's in our grass. You just said that on the radio, man. Get He's going to come my after lawn. you. <laughs> there are a lot of horror movies of the past that all center around Indiana and farm country, so... And I'd be, well, I'd be watching your recipe. back. <laughs> All right. Speaking of watching your back, let's talk about the church. <laughs> uh, okay, so we ended the first half of the broadcast talking about uh, the Iowa Civil Rights Commission, uh, who they feel they have the right to uh, control the content of church services that are open to the public. And, and you know, Jason, after uh, we talked about a sermon that I just heard this past week, after hearing that sermon, um, I believe some pastors actually think that if the Iowa Civil Rights Commission declares that a pastor can no longer speak uh, on homosexuality or against homosexuality, they're going to submit or comply. The message I heard last week was just, I, I couldn't believe the, the position this man took, he was uh, he's a street preacher, a soul winner, and he literally believed that we're to obey every ordinance of man according to what Peter says, and he believed that that somehow taught unlimited submission. And uh, I, I don't know how they could even argue with the Iowa Civil Rights Commission if they believe we've got to obey every ordinance of man. Well, what if they tell the pastor you can't speak against homos, you know? They've already complied in this area. They cannot endorse a presidential or political candidate. They believe, and, and, and the funny thing is, is preachers, a part of the corporate mindset, Jason, they have actually created a biblical doctrine on that. They actually believe that somehow the Bible does not allow for preachers to speak for or against political candidates. They built doctrines on that, even though it wasn't until the 1950s that this that this Iowa or excuse me IRS mandate even took place or st- was founded for years preachers have been able to preach against that up until the 1950s and all of a sudden a new law is passed and the pastors in order to comply they've created a doctrine and now they're creating doctrines that we need to submit ourselves to every ordinance of man if that is the case Jason then these churches have basically got to say you know the Iowa Civil Rights Commission Yay, you got a point, you know? I mean, if, if this becomes law, I guess we can't speak against this. That is not a true church, all right, guys? That's not how a true, a true church acts. That is not how a true church behaves. A true church behaves this way. Uh, they're to preach the word. And that's a blanket statement. That's every portion of the word. Preach the word. And in the preaching of the word, 2 Timothy chapter 4, were to reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Not compassion, but doctrine. So, if the Bible speaks against something, we have to preach it no matter what the Iowa Civil Rights Commission says. Now, here's the thing. The Iowa Civil Rights Commission feels they have a right to a public assembly. Guys, we can't be a public assembly. 
We, st- we cannot be a public assembly. It's the bottom line. Now, yes, I think this is an encroachment on the Constitution, so on and so forth. But the bottom line is the church is not supposed to be a public assembly any more than your family is supposed to be a public place or living in a public place. All right? you know, the public has no people, right to it. There are people that believe that they do, though. It takes a village to raise a child. Uh, there are people that believe that the CPS ought to be able to come into anybody's house at any time based on a on a uh, on an accusation from somebody else. I mean, how far have we gotten from that mindset that uh, we have certain inalienable rights, and uh, and 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 yet everybody wants to be so safe by thinking that that letting the government in your house is safe? <laughs> that just makes absolutely no sense to me. But it's the same thing in the church to a degree in that that is supposed to be and is to be Christ's church. He is the head of the church. He is the sole authority of the, of the Bible-believing church. And so how dare we submit the church to an ordinance of man? Let me ask yep. you that. I'll, I'll ask just that question right there. And the Bible tells us to obey every ordinance of man, correct? Of course, you never heard the second part of that. But uh, should we then, as churches, submit our churches that are to be under the sole authority of Jesus Christ to follow the uh, the the ordinance of man? Of course not. Well, I think well, well doesn't that we, violate you, scripture? Well, here's what you have to you have to separate. You're going to have to separate the church body, uh, the church body corporate. I think would be the right word as an assembly, as opposed to the individual. Individual is to submit themselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, all right? For um, the Lord's sake, and as long as it doesn't violate Scripture. That's exactly for instance, right. if there's an ordinance that tells me that I am not to go out and tell people about Jesus Christ, of course, it's better to, we ought to obey God rather than man, as Peter said. Yep. And and it even goes it even goes further to say not just to the good and the gentle but also to the forward. Now the forward's an interesting word. It, it literally means perverse. That is turning from with an aversion or reluctance, not yielding to or it, it's it's ungovernable, refractory, or dis, peevish, like a forward child. So we yeah, there is going to be some submission even to those that we know aren't necessarily all right. Okay. But it, again, is for the Lord's sake. We can't do some things because of the Lord's sake. And the church itself, being that it is under the Lord Jesus Christ, there, there are some things that just can't be done. And, and that is submitting itself to a government that, um, that, whether Christ-like or un-Christ-like, the church, as a corporate body, cannot do that. It cannot do that. Individuals can. Church cannot. Is that, would that be a fair distinction, Jason? Well, sure, absolutely. But see, the fact is the church is a spiritual body. The government right. doesn't recognize the church, the spiritual body of the church. Now, a church that has incorporated or who acts like a corporation and becomes an unincorporated association, of course the courts have purview over that. But uh, you know what? You look at court cases time and time again. Um, where the court recognizes that it doesn't have authority over a spiritual body. It's only when that spiritual body enters into the physical realm and incorporates itself that they have authority over it. This is uh, this, and and it, it was funny that 
um, preacher you were talking about, how little understanding he had of that fact. They believe, honestly, in their hearts, that churches ought to submit to the government and all things. Yep. Well, the question comes up, where do you draw the line? Yeah. Well, that's, 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 that's absolutely right. Where do you draw the line? And in their mindset, as long as the government doesn't go too far, we're just fine where we're at under their protection. And really, that's where they're at. The, the sole argument for church and corporation is not founded anywhere in the Scriptures. I have yet to see one lawyer or pastor give us a scriptural argument for why a church should be incorporated. But I have heard their practical arguments, and their practical arguments are this. Well, we've got to be able to protect our liability. It's we've got to be able to protect us from lawsuits. We've got to be able to protect us from man. And over and over again, the same practical, pragmatic arguments, Jason, no scripture. No and let's just scripture. face Let's just face it, Pastor. People aren't going to give as much if they can't do so without a tax deduction. And that is absolutely true. At this, I, and, and from our perspective, we say, who gives a rip? I mean, do exactly we use right. money? Well, we like the folks to give uh, you know, money in order to keep things going in the church. Sure, absolutely, as the Lord lays on their heart. But you know what? If you are giving in order to re- receive something in return, then you're giving for the wrong reason. Keep your money. All right? Yeah. And I can say that, Pastor, as a former pastor who wants folks to understand the enormity of the issues that we're dealing with when it comes to the authority of Jesus Christ over his church. The church in no way, shape, or form belongs to the government, and to give it to the government is to commit treason in the spiritual realm. It absolutely. One of the things that they use in defense of the um, 501c3 position is, well, you know, we know that the IRS is corrupt, and yet they're going to submit to the IRS. That's always interesting to me. But um, we know the IRS is corrupt, and we just want to help our church folks keep as much of their money as they possibly can, and this is the way to do it. But again, still waiting on that scripture. It's not there. I thought we were people of the book, but we're not. Uh, that presentation, which we've got to deal with next week, and hopefully we can give you some yes. of the sound bites from that presentation, folks. But um, in that presentation, Jason, he lacked three things. Number one, he cited no case. This is a lawyer, by the way. Um, he cited no case law at all to defend his position at all. Yeah, that's exactly and right. you have showed over and over again on this show, and uh, my father-in-law, Pastor Mike, has showed on his show that there are plenty of cases where the the courts ruled that a 501c3 church is a creature of the state. If they take nothing from Caesar, then Caesar has no control or right to dictate over them. In fact, you've been dealing with a case up there in Ohio where this very thing came out. Are yeah, you a business, Pastor? No, we're not. Okay, EPA, leave them alone. We, we have actual I mean, history of dealing with churches in this manner. With real courts, it's not, it's not. In other words, it's not in the realm of, uh, uh, of this is what we think will happen. We have actually, over the last 25 years, the ELC has actually dealt with these things. And just so somebody doesn't uh, 
uh, think that I'm just kind of uh, guessing about these court cases. I just grabbed off my bookshelf the book, and I just want to read a few of the names of the court cases. If you want to check me on this, how about Layman v. Uh, Piggly Wiggly? That's a very good case. How about Murphy uh, v. Trailer? How about Hundley v. Collins? How about Syrian Antioch and St. George's Orthodox Church versus Guise? How about Mordecai Ham Evangelistic System versus Matthews? Oh, yeah, we've got the case history. How about Washara County v. Graff? Hey, read that one. That is an excellent case with regard to church incorporation. Uh, Matthews v. Adams, that is a necessity. Arkansas case of Gibson v. Munson from uh, uh, from Arkansas there. Yeah, that's another good one. And uh, should I just keep going on? Holland v. Edmonds. Um, let's see. <laughs> Uh, Methodist Church of, of Newark v. Clark. We could just go on and on. Hey, folks, oh. this is true. It's a, it's in our courts. Isn't it? We're not making this stuff up. Okay, so um, number one, no case law. All right? Uh, we're just giving you a teaser for next week, folks. Number two, no history. He cited no history. Here is a man that's almost teaching as if this doctrine came out of heaven and that this is the American way, and yet he cited no history. In fact, he showed how ignorant he was of why our forefathers fought in the Revolution, why the Baptists took the position that they did, because the churches that were in existence that had protection from the state persecuted the Baptists. We wanted to get the church and the state separate from each other, and the church to stay completely untouched, and unsustained by the federal government. But this man cited nothing. He knew nothing of history, knew, ba- knew nothing of Baptist history. Now, Jason, I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he had a bad day or he didn't have enough time to get the information in, like so often happens to us on this show. No history. We've got the history, folks. We can cite story after story in our illustrious history of this nation. And let's not forget the world. How about the Soviet Union? How about China today? The control of the registered church. Over and over again, we could cite historical facts. And this man gave us none, but he taught us that if you're a pastor and you want to start a church, you better incorporate, you better be 501c3, you better get insurance, get a bank account, get your insurance to even protect what you say, pastor. I just couldn't even fathom that. And of course, the most important missing link in this guy's presentation was this no scripture i mean he barely cited uh second peter or first peter he barely cited jesus christ yeah out of, <laughs> he didn't even finish the verse Submit yourself to every that next week if we can. for the lord's sake and it wasn't even put in there and so pastors were listening to him because he was a lawyer and he was endorsed by his own pastor a great man of god might i add a great man of God. I will say that. I have no. I, I make no apologies for that. They just they blew it on this one. And these young preachers ate it up, Jason. They said, "Well, that's how a church must be." And then we wonder how the Iowa State Commission could even think that they have a right into assembly, into a public assembly. Well, the only listen, a public place should be free from the encroachment of free speech, right? But if that public place is receiving subsidy from that government. On the other hand, this is why the Iowa Civil Rights Commission thinks they can get into your church and control the speech. After all, we protect you. We give you all of this stuff. You ask for it. You sign in the dotted line. So we believe we should control the content of your sermons. Well, I think this will actually be a lot bigger deal than most people think. 
as the state believes that it has control over that which it's created, and the people misunderstand what Christ has created, and that they think that their corporate church is a creation and and exists under the uh, pleasure of Jesus Christ as the sole head, when that is just simply not legally the case, it's not spiritually the case. If you've got to pull out Robert's Rules of Orders in order to figure out how people interact within the church, if you have to look at the bylaws and constitution to figure out how folks are interacting within the church, then you have looked to the wrong thing, because Scripture is sufficient for it all, and Christ is head of his church. Yep, and what that lawyer basically said is, yeah, the Scripture's good, but you need me to help you through these complex things that the Scriptures don't address, because, after all, they were so ignorant back then, 2,000 years ago. They didn't know any better. There were no corporations. Not true. There were corporations. There were banks. There was insurance. There were all of these things available to the church. Well, maybe not available to the church, but it was available, and all the church would have to do is avail itself of those things by simply acknowledging the other gods that were... Um, acknowledged in those days. And Paul said, not so. But they think America is somehow a Christian nation, and so therefore because our government acknowledges a God, which they do not, that they'll never, ever encroach on the things that they provide protection for and the things that they incorporate and the things that they create. History shows us otherwise. Let me read a quote from John Leland, who, of course, was a Baptist pastor around the time of the founding of our country. He said this, and uh, this applies very well to what they have said in Iowa about controlling speech in churches. He said, government has no more to do with the religious opinions of men than it has with the principles of mathematics. And boy, he was a prophet in that one. Our government certainly doesn't understand mathematics, does it? Yep. Another example of history being quoted to you folks, were these lawyers... They're just completely devoid of it, Jason. I, I don't. I, I'm. 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 I'm praying that maybe, Jason, this guy has come to the right conclusion, because I. I mean, I, I appreciate what he's trying to do in his ministry. I mean, you don't see too many lawyers that are actually actively in evangelizing for Jesus Christ. True, but I, I just I cannot believe that he really believes we're teaching false doctrine. Well, you have to he, begin to understand the lawyer mindset. The lawyer mindset says that all everything has to go through the court. If they view think of, they have a worldview that's contrary to what a pastor ought to have. And so that's why you end up with that conflict. Yeah. Oh, well, it's true. It's true and there's a lot of arrogance, there's a lot of pride in uh, the legal profession. Those that seem to have accomplished something they think that, um, like doctors do, they think that uh, they died and rose again, and we should just simply accept their word. And, guys, the book trumps the bar exam, okay? That's the bottom line. The book trumps your medical degree. It's the book. Always the book. All right, coming up next, Melissa Roxanne with New World Order Info. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you next week. God bless you.
The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
All right, welcome to New World Order Info. And I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. All right, and it is my live show tonight on Monday, July 11th, 2016. And you're listening to me, like I said, on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can go there, check out our new chat room. And if you haven't uh, registered for the new chat room, please do that. It's very simple to do. And you just pick a username you want to use, and you put your name in, which I'm sure you don't have to use your real name. That's to register. But you do have to use an actual email address. So, you know, there's not much more to it. Just your name, your email address, and pick a username. And then you'll need to go to your email account to click on the link, I believe it is, that's sent to you to activate your, your membership, your registration, etc. So that's pretty much all there is to that. And so let's see. Um, I'd like to tell you that. I'm going to try to get into the chat room real quickly. I was having problems doing that, so I'll just show you how quick you can get in there. So I'm going to theamericanvoice.com, and then I'll just look for AVR in chat. It's at the very top of the page under schedule. So look for that. Look for the schedule, and then right underneath that is the chat room. So now I'm in there. That's all it takes once you've registered that quick. And I don't even have the, the new chat room book bookmarked yet onto my laptop. I'm doing it right now. I'm going to take off the old one. There we go. Okay, now I'll just have to click that little AVR uh, where it says live streams and more, and it's going to take me to the chat room. So, And there's a few people in there right now. And so my brother, um, he had a he had a heart attack last Tuesday. He's alive. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And he he had, you know, he had a lot of things done. He ended up, uh, he was cutting the grass, and uh, he lives in Georgia, in South Georgia, and it gets over 100 degrees there quite often during the summertime, et cetera. So he was cutting the grass, and I was told that it was over 100 degrees there. Um this was early in the morning at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's what I was told. And he started feeling sick and everything. So he quit cutting the grass, and he went and laid down for a little while. Then he found my stepdad and told him he wasn't feeling well, and he didn't know whether he was having a heart attack or not. They took his blood pressure. His blood pressure was, I believe, 230 was one of the readings. So, um they ended up taking him to the hospital, and then they did an angioplasty, and then they transferred him to a different hospital, and I believe it was the next morning, early in the morning, they gave him a quad, I mean, I'm sorry, a triple bypass, so he was given a triple bypass, and he was released from the hospital on Saturday at Five o'clock in the afternoon, their time. So please keep my brother, his name is Mark. Please keep him in your prayers. I'd appreciate that, and so would my family. And, and please keep them in your prayers, too. And 
So anyway, I'm thankful that he's still alive and, um, you know, he's been released from the hospital. He's, you know, doing better. And so I just wanted to let you know about that and, and ask you to please pray for him and my family, my mother, my stepdad, and and my whole family and my brother, Mark. So thank you for that. All right, so I'm going to get back into the book that I have here, Miracle Medicine Foods. And I'm going to try something right now real quickly if I can do this before I get into the book and everything. Um, Let's see how quickly I can do this and tell you about it. I'm going to see if it works real quick. Um, Okay, so I'm trying to tell you something. To give you the name of a video, but it's not happening, so I'm just gonna have to wait till after the break and do it. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I'll just wait till after the break. Okay, but it's about that Pulse nightclub shooting, and I'm also looking into the whole Dallas thing with the cops and everybody, you know, that got shot there. But there's a good video that I want you to watch to, you know, help you to see the truth about these type of events and, and definitely the one in Orlando, Florida that happened recently, the the Pulse nightclub shooting. So I'll give you the title of that. I'm going to have to find it because I, I looked at it on another computer and I didn't have time right before my show to pull it up on my laptop, but Anyway, it, it exposes the truth about at least that Pulse nightclub. And I'm sure a lot of the other things, you know, a lot of these other false flag events and different things that happen, you know, have I know for a fact that they have a lot of similar things involved with them. So, all right. So I'm just going to get into the book, Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams. And I have been covering this book for several shows now and it is a really good book about all kinds of remedies most of them are pretty easy to do some may be a little bit more complicated to find you know like the plant-based ones for instance that are herbal based those sometimes may be harder to obtain the ingredients but the rest you know of the book pretty much is or other things that are pretty easy to obtain to heal one's body. And so there's all these wonderful healings that have taken place. You know, just fantastic things. People's lives have been saved and they've had medical problems or health problems for years that have been healed by doing these things that are listed in this book. So this is an older book. It's from 1977. Like I've told you, you can go to, I'm sure, lots of places and maybe order it. If the bookstore you, you know, look for it at doesn't have it, they're probably not going to have it. Chances are they'll have to order it. But if you want to just cut to the chase, you could look online. I haven't looked many places, but I went to Amazon.com. So if you want to just quickly and easily find it and, and order that book, you could go to Amazon.com too. And then type in Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams. Now, there's a few pages in the book that have more new agey type remedies 
visualization and things like that, I do not agree with. As you know, if you've listened to my show for any length of time, I don't agree with any kind of New Age stuff. So that part, I just ignore. And I just move on to the things that I believe, you know, will work and there's no harm in doing. So just to let you know that um, I don't, completely endorse every single word in this book, but for the most part, yes, I do, except for the new age type stuff. Okay, so I'm going to start out here on chapter five in the book, and this is Miracle Medicine Foods for Kidney, Bladder, and Urinary Problems, and so we learned last time on my show, you can go download that in the audio archives, by the way. We learned that large urate stones that are caused by excessive uric acid found in the urinary tract can be dissolved through the simple ingestion of lemon juice. So if you want to hear more about that, go listen to the last show. We learned about other common foods that have been used for relief of kidney, bladder, and urinary problems. We learned about a wonderful Thing to help the kidneys and permanent healing of the kidneys and bladder problems. How to do that. Um, and that happened even in long-standing cases. Also, it helped in cases of heart disease. It helped in other ailments. It helped people to pass large quantities of clear urine and long-standing cases of, of problems um, referred to as dropsy, which is an accumulation of fluid in the tissues. And uh, they will do things like put you on a drug called Lasix, for one. It's a diuretic. They had my dad on it. They now have my brother on it. I'm not a fan of this drug. I don't like big pharma drugs. I don't like over-the-counter drugs. And... I learned when my dad was still alive that Lasix ruins the kidneys. So they they put my brother on this Lasix, and it's also known as furosemide or furosemide. And anyway, it does ruin the kidneys. My dad was told for years he needed to be on dialysis, but he never did go on dialysis. And he had heart problems, too, and lots of other problems. But um, so instead of... Taking Lasix or some other drug that will ruin the kidneys or getting it through an IV like my dad did at times. Other times he just took, I don't know if it was pills or tablets. I think probably tablets, but I'm not sure. But he he had a prescription for those, and he would take them at home. And when he would walk around, you know, on a daily basis with 50 pounds of excess water in his body, which is extremely dangerous and can easily kill a person, and so, you know, instead of going and going into the hospital and and then pumping Lasix into him through an IV, he would just double up on his medicine and things like that. So he suffered for years and years with this. But instead of doing all that and ruining one's kidneys, you know, this is something I would try to get rid of this accumulation of fluid. Um, and and this woman found the way to do that because she accidentally discovered it was, I'm sure, due 
or I would think, due to our Heavenly Father, you know, causing this to happen. But she accidentally drank something that caused her to pass this large amount of crystal clear urine. And then she realized what she had drank accidentally that had caused this. And so she tried it again. And every time she drank this, she was able to pass all of this crystal clear fluid, you know, in her urine out of her body instead of it accumulating in her body like it did in my dad. And after three weeks of this, she was totally healed after three weeks of doing this. So that is how simple it can be. So I have to say, check with your doctor, your licensed medical practitioners, etc. Check with your vet if it's a, a cat with these problems, and you might want to try some of these you know, things in the book or whatever, or whatever animal it is. Uh, check with them and do the research on all of these things, about all of these things, or whatever you read or hear about on AVR or elsewhere, etc. So um, also the same type of fluid that the woman drank also healed things. A doctor tried it on his other patients. And it healed people that had other ailments like heart disease and they were retaining fluid due to that or kidney blockage and they couldn't urinate. Um, Bleeding from the urinary system was quickly halted. Stones and gravel like kidney stones and gravel. Sometimes they're called crystals when it comes to animals like cats. Those were cured. Um, Diseases of the bladder and urethra ureter, I'm sorry, were healed, rheumatism and acute gout vanished. Even some cases of diabetes were healed. And some cases it took longer if they were severe cases, but it worked if used faithfully. And the doctor, Dr. Ram, called it his wonder cure. So if you want to know about that, hopefully you can go find it in the audio archives. So if it's not there... If the week on my show in the beginning does not say, um, July 4th would be the date, 2016. That means it has not been uploaded. I haven't checked yet. Hopefully it has been. Just remember to rename the show before you save the show and put the date on it so that you'll be able to keep that show and listen to it or keep it for as long as you'd like and listen to it. Okay, so in some cases this... This uh, substance that the woman drank caused nausea. And in that case, the doctor, Dr. Ram, gave it in enemas instead. So if you want to hear about more about all that, go listen to my show from last week on July 4th, 2016, in the audio archives under New World Order Info at TheAmericanVoice.com. Just go to the audio archives section and look for that. You can uh, play it or you can download it to your hard drive. All right, so now I'm going to start out where we left off last week. Around the same time, this Dr. Ram of Preetz, Germany, was experimenting with this kidney treatment. Dr. Eisenberg of Hamburg was obtaining similar results, as reported by one of Eisenberg's patients. And uh, here is the info about that. About nine years ago in 1896, I began to suffer from a very disagreeable feeling of pressure in the region of the bladder, which increased to an intense pain through excitement or depression. 
in the course of the next few years, this state very slowly became worse until in 1906, violent pains appeared in the right ureter. At the same time, the pain in the bladder suddenly increased considerably. My physician diagnosed an inflammation of both organs, but none of those I consulted were able to give any relief, meaning none of the doctors consulted. And it's time to take a break, so we'll hear more about this on the other side and what this person did. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more New World Order info on TheAmericanVoice.com.
people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. I would like to tell you about the only truly natural dog and cat food I have found anywhere. Most all companies add a synthetic vitamin mineral pack to their dry or kibble food. Nature's logic is different. With all natural ingredients and nothing man-made added, their owner, Scott Freeman, worked for another pet food company but decided he wanted to do things right. So he started Nature's Logic. You can check them out at natureslogic.com. You will find online and local stores where you can find their products. I spent a lot of time trying to find an all-natural pet food, and Nature's Logic was the only one out there. Give your pets the best and check out naturelogic.com. Your pets will be glad you did. They also have many other natural pet products to try. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
All right, welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and it is my live show tonight on Monday, July 11th, 2016. And you can go to theamericanvoice.com and check out all the different things there. You can join us in the chat room. And uh, I'm trying to make it easier for y'all to find this video I was telling you about earlier. And it is on the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando. And I know Dallas, you know, the shooting there has happened since then. I just haven't had time to look into that much. I have looked into it some. And I do believe there are crisis actors involved with both of those events with Dallas, the shooting there of the cops and all that, and the Pulse nightclub shooting. So... I'm not saying people didn't get killed. I don't know if they got killed or not. They probably did, at least in Dallas. Um, but, you know, even so, they could be manipulating things and using crisis actors, and I believe they were. Um, and I've, I've had a chance to watch several videos about the Pulse nightclub shooting, and I found a really good one I wanted to share with you. I'm going to be adding more and letting you know about more of those, and about Dallas, too, that event, um, that, that you can go watch for yourself and see, you know, the truth that people have found, and they found these crisis actors, their names, and footage of them, um, you know, on their own social media or websites or whatever, what, whatever the case is, and you can see them. Um, one of the ladies... I hate to even call her that word, lady, but one woman who was featured in the Pulse nightclub shooting on television, you know, the coverage of that, she pretended, I believe, pretended to lose her son. She pretended that her son was one of those killed, you know, in Orlando at this nightclub. And you can see her doing... She submitted some footage to be on this show on television called Wheel of Fortune, I believe was the one. And in the video, I've seen her, you know, talk about why she wants to be on Wheel of Fortune and all this stuff. So she's another actor faking, you know, and, and getting paid to do it so that they can try to come and take people's guns or at least attempt to. And... um I believe they're pulling off all these things for that and for other agendas of theirs, their New World Order agenda. So, um, I used to have a YouTube channel, and I still do, and I haven't been active on it for a long time. But um, the reason why is because all my videos disappeared. Well, I was able to to get them back, and so now I'm going to be posting more videos on there. So I did, a, you know, I posted a favorite to the video. I put it on a playlist, actually. And I haven't gotten but one video in that playlist yet because I'll, I'll have to add the other ones later that I've already seen that I want to add but and some others. But so far, I've just got that one I would like you to see. And the rest are going to be old videos that I've had on my account for years and stuff like that. So if you want to go to that, you can go to... Um, you can go to, let's see here, the easiest way. You can look for this. Um, 
go to youtube.com and then once you get to youtube.com they're going to have a forward slash at the end and you can just uh, type in user after that forward slash the word user u-s-e-r another forward slash and then it's just N-W-O, Info, Radio, Live. One word, N-W-O, Info, Radio, Live. I tried searching for it when you can browse channels on YouTube, and for some reason I can't get it to come up. You might have, you know, an easier time. So you could try that, looking for New World Order Info Live, Radio Live. But it's just N-W-O, the abbreviation for New World Order. So it's NWO Info Radio Live. And uh, once you get to my channel, you'll see the name of this, this YouTube video, which is called, I'll just tell you if you don't want to bother going to my channel and you just want to type it in you know, to YouTube or go to a search engine and look for it. It's called a, To Catch a Crisis Actor. And then it has a space and a hyphen and another space. And it says, Orlando Massacre Hoax Hero. And the hero is in quotes. So you can go to the chat room. I have posted it in there as well. That would enable you to easily click on it and watch it too. Again, the video is named To Catch a Crisis Actor. And then there's a space and a hyphen and a space. Orlando Massacre Hoax Hero. And the hero is in quotes quotation marks. So you'll go there and learn about one of these these crisis actors that was heavily featured all over the news on television. And you can go look up his profile as an actor on the website imdb.com, which is the name, the abbreviation for Internet Movie Database where you can go look up, you know, actors and movies and TV shows and things like that, I believe. So his name is, according to this anyway, I don't know, because these actors have, you know, different names a lot of the time, fake names, et cetera, or they've changed their name. But according to this, it says that he goes by the, the name Bjorn Jiskut Jr., so you'll go and if you watch the video and you'll see the truth right there in black and white that this guy is an actor. And there's other actors that were used to that Pulse nightclub event too. Like the woman who supposedly lost her child, you know, claiming he was shot and everything. And she's on there, you know, acting like she's crying. I don't know if she had tears or not. I can't remember. Most of the time these people that are supposedly crying, they won't even shed a tear. Um, I did see a lady shed a tear in a video recently. I forget which one it was about. That was, you know, it could have been Dallas. I think, it, yeah, it was Dallas. It was a lady in there, and I did see a tear come out, actually, but she had a tissue in her hand, and I don't know if it was a real tear or not, but a lot of these people you'll see that are actors, they could be, you know, they could be... Uh, psychopaths, sociopaths, etc. And those those people are mimickers. They mimic. You know, because they don't have those type of emotions. They don't feel sad and things like that. So they have to just fake it and mimic what real people do. So anyway, uh, the lady that 
applied for to be on Wheel of Fortune that claims she lost her child at the this Orlando shooting. She's on there in the middle of this fake crying, saying, well, do something about the assault weapons or something to this effect, right? I mean, you can just totally see through their agenda with all this stuff. So if you want to show a great video to people that aren't even awake or people that are awake that maybe thought that they didn't use actors and it was a for real, you know, everything was above board and just like the government told us and the TV tells us and all that in Dallas. I'm sorry, not in Dallas, in uh, Orlando. Go watch this video to catch a crisis actor. And you could probably just type that in and find the video to catch a crisis actor. I would give you the name of the YouTube account, but it's it doesn't even make any sense. And I've not, you know, I might have watched one or two videos from this channel. Um, okay. Anyway, it's hard to, to tell what it says. It looks like, uh, I warn you before something eight. I don't know. It's hard to read the, the name of the channel. So just type in the video is to catch a crisis actor, Orlando Massacre Hoax Hero. And you will find it. It's 14 minutes and 23 seconds long. And you can go see it for yourself. And uh, I also put it on my Twitter account. So I'll tell you about more about that on my next show. I'm going to start, you know, using that more, tweeting. And then that way, if you want to look me up on Twitter, you can go there. And I'll, I'll start tweeting again. All right, so I'm going to get back into the book now that I've been reading from, Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams, and uh, get started about the Miracle Medicine Foods for kidney, bladder, and urinary problems and pick up where we left off with that. Okay, so I told you about all these remarkable healings that took place in people on my last show and in the beginning of this show, and so... Around the same time that Dr. Ram in Preetz, Germany, was experimenting with this kidney treatment, Dr. Eisenberg of Hamburg was obtaining similar results as reported by one of Eisenberg's patients. So I'm going to get back into that. Um, about nine years ago in 1897, I began to suffer from a very disagreeable feeling of pressure in the region of the bladder, which increased to an intense pain through excitement or depression. In the course of the next few years, this state very slowly became worse until in 1906, violent pains appeared in the right ureter. At the same time, the pain in the bladder suddenly increased considerably. My physician diagnosed an inflammation of both organs, but none of those I consulted were able to give any relief. The urine showed pus, sometimes in considerable quantities. In 1905, sometime before these last symptoms developed, others had appeared, which consisted of severe pains in the small of the back. They tormented me constantly, and often I could not fall asleep. Cold rubs and liniments only brought a temporary improvement. The pains constantly increased during the spring of 1906 
and muscular rheumatism set in. This was so violent that I could hardly wash myself in the morning and evening. Rubbings with water and plasters hardly brought any relief. These various ailments finally became so very bad that I was never free from pains, and they increased constantly in violence. At this time, in the summer of 1906, the tea of ripe bean pods was recommended to me. So I sent for five pounds of bean pods. I began the treatment according to directions. I did not have to wait long for results. Large masses of uric acid crystals and albuminous matter were excreted, and that initiated a decrease of pain in the bladder and kidneys. The pain in the bladder disappeared entirely in about three weeks. The muscular rheumatism also diminished in the next few weeks and disappeared entirely in seven or eight weeks. I was soon entirely free from my very great sufferings and have not had any trouble since as I have been using the tea off and on. The enormous excretion of uric acid crystals during the use of the tea was really remarkable. They often covered the bottom of the night vessel, meaning, you know, the little pot that people used to go to the bathroom in, probably at that time. Uh, Dr. Ram said that bean pod water must be freshly made and taken the same day as it is prepared. If more than 24 hours old, when used, he reported, it causes diarrhea. Dr. Ram suggested that beans picked from the garden be used immediately to make a decoction from the sliced pods without the beans. So it's the pods, not the beans themselves, that are cooked in the water. The beans themselves have no value for this healing. So boil two ounces of the pods, and they used kidney bean pods in the ones I told you about in my last show. So... Two ounces of kidney bean pods, fresh from the garden, would be the very best, of course, grown organically with no, you know, chemical fertilizers or pesticides, no Roundup or any of that junk. And um, it says here, boil two ounces of the pods slowly in four quarts of hot water for four hours. Then filter the liquid through a fine muslin and store in a cool place for eight hours. After eight hours, strain again with muslin, slowly and carefully. Too many fibers in the fluid can cause intestinal upset. It is then ready. Dose, one glassful every two hours. Used thus, says Dr. Ram, the, the remedy is completely harmless and can be used indefinitely with excellent results. It drains out pounds of excess fluid. And when my dad did go in the hospital to have this fluid drained off, he would be there, you know, for days. And that, you know, the amount of bills that causes and, and the, you know, medical bills that that entails to do that. So instead of having to go in the hospital, risking getting infection, risking getting, you know, tight, catching some kind of disease or getting MRSA, which can kill you, or getting sepsis, getting blood poisoning, or whatever the case may be, you know, and just having to go in the hospital and go through all that, how much easier would it be just to get some kidney beans 
with the pods on them still and to try this remedy. I mean, that's something I would be willing to try in a heartbeat if I had that problem. So, there's a lot of problems that it has healed too, like I said, not just the excess fluid, but lots of other problems. If you go back and listen to this show tonight, you'll hear about all the things that it healed. Okay, so here is some reported results. Here are some reported results. Mrs. B.D. writes, I developed kidney trouble six weeks ago. The doctor kept giving me antibiotics, but my kidney trouble wouldn't clear up. I went to the third doctor, and he told me to come back for tests and x-rays. He found a kidney stone and diabetes. My sugar count was 326. He said I must have an operation if the stone didn't move. When I got home, I started taking the bean pod tea. I drank a quart a day. Two weeks later, when I went back to the doctor, my stone was gone. And my sugar count was 128 instead of 326. He said, you're well. I no longer had a stone nor diabetes. He was as surprised as I. At no time was I given any medication for diabetes. Nowadays, they'll put you on the medicine right away, immediately. They won't wait, you know, for a couple weeks later or something. Uh, Mr. D.S. writes, My wife has had kidney problems for years. I prepared a liquid from the plant, taking care to strain and restrain the fluid since any extra particles of suspended matter might play havoc with a weaker digestive system. After letting it stand eight hours, I told my wife to consume an eight-ounce glass every hour. She said the stuff tasted awful and made a lot of faces. But you know what? The concoction worked. Her urine appeared crystal clear after she drank the juice, and she has reported no kidney pain or problems in the kidney area since. So this is something given to us by our Heavenly Father, no doubt about it. From a, you know... A plant, the pods that the beans are in, the kidney beans. And it's a miraculous cure that many people have gone through, you know, and experienced that have had these health problems for years and years. And it's healed them in no time. Okay, here's another one. Mrs. T.D. writes, I had dropsy, and now it's an accumulation of fluid in the tissues. I had dropsy for several years and was taking dropsy pills for swelling and fluid. Like my dad, you know, they put him on furosemide, also known as Lasix, L-A-S-I-X. It ruined his kidneys. Then he needed to go on dialysis. Okay, instead, this person, they were on some kind of pills for swelling and fluid. Then it says, I started cooking these red kidney bean pods, boiling them, and drinking the water. I began the treatment according to directions. I did not have to wait long for results. Seems I passed large quantities of urine real often and some gravel. I continued taking the bean water for about two and a half weeks. And within two weeks, I had no sign of dropsy, no accumulated fluid in the tissues, no excess fluid in the body. The swelling had left my legs and ankles. The fluid above my stomach had also left. How I wish I had known about this and could have convinced my dad to try it. I would have gone to his house and did it, you know, gotten the stuff and done it and instead drink it because this is something that to me, you know, I mean, I could, I could try at least I could get that far and then it would be up to him to drink it or not drink it, but I would have definitely tried it if I'd have known about this at the time. And unfortunately, 
I did not have this book at the time. Another one, Miss KB writes, my urethra had been swollen for years. I've been to Duke Hospital and my own hospital and another one. They cut and treated, but nothing helped. I planted the beans, which is smart to do. We should all probably plant these in case we need this healing or somebody else we know does. I planted the beans and drank tea made with them for three weeks, and I've never had such results. It took out the swelling all over the body, and it was equal to a good laxative. Several swollen friends are going to plant some. They are desperate and glad to hear about it. And by the way, I told you last week, you know, stock up on seeds. Get seeds while you can. Well, I did. I took my own advice and got a whole bunch of them over the weekend. And you can do the same. So get them now while you can and get them at the end of the season, you know, when the prices go down. But don't wait till then. Get them now and try to get good deals on them now, which is what I did. Um... So if you want to know where I went, I went to Dollar Tree, and I just happened to be in there, and I just happened to find those seeds without even going in there, you know, to look for them. I was looking for potting soil, and when I did, I found the seeds instead. They were marked down 10 for a dollar. Almost every package I got was heirloom seeds, so check it out, Dollar Tree. All right, we'll be back with another hour. Don't go anywhere. We both lie silently still in the dead of the night Although we both lie close together We feel miles apart inside Was it something I said or something I did? Did my words not come out right? Though I tried not to hurt you Though I tried But I guess that's why they say every road just like every night has its dawn Just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song Every rose has its song
know they're not about knowing what's the thing. Instead of making love, we both made a stairway. And now I hear found somebody new, and that I never meant that much to you. a heart condition and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option, you need our emergency heart attack kit. Five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle, strengthen heartbeat, increase circulation, relieve pain, and make breathing easier. When seconds count, you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit. Easy to use and portable in a one pound compact kit for your purse, briefcase, or car. Call Apothecary Herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit, toll free, 866-229-3663, that's 866-229-3663, international callers dial 704-875-8010, or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one forty. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. 
If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and it's the second part of my live show tonight. And it's Monday, July 11th, 2016. You can find us by going to theamericanvoice.com. And hello to everybody in the chat room. I just now looked back to the chat room and saw somebody had posted something, and they said... You know, did anyone see the live video feed from local Dallas TV the night of the shooting? I ask, because out of the four interviewed that I saw, the fourth one seemed to sound very scripted in his dialogue, not spontaneous at all. When I saw it live, I immediately thought crisis actor. And no, I'm not, you know, in the Dallas area, and I didn't see any any of the, I might have seen some since then or something like on YouTube or whatever, but no. But um, yes, I did see you know, different crisis actors, I believe. I've seen some things about that involved in the Dallas shooting and the one in Orlando at the Pulse nightclub as well. So I told you before the break, if you want to go watch that one video that I think, you know, is excellent in exposing the truth about these actors that are being used in these events they're having, you know, all these shootings, and they're just occurring left and right because... You know, their agenda is to try to soon, well, to, to try to ban guns, you know, to try to make them illegal, you know, as many as possible. And and they're calling them assault rifles and assault weapons. They did that at Sandy Hook, you know. they Obama usurper got out there and claimed that the gun used in Sandy Hook was an assault rifle and, and all the stuff in it. One thing, it was in the trunk. It wasn't even used, if anything was even used there. You know, probably people can't believe it, but a lot of times it it could just be that they're just faking all this stuff using a bunch of actors, which they do. I mean, it's been proven that they do. They use a lot of times the same crisis actors in multiple different events, okay? Okay. And so it's been proven they used crisis actors at Sandy Hook. It's been proven they used crisis actors in the Boston bombing, marathon bombing. And, you know, I call it bombing, but I don't believe any real bombs even were set off there. You know, and just on and on these things have been proven Sandy Hook is really Sandy hoax. So... I don't really know if anybody died. A lot of times I think people aren't really dying unless maybe somebody that knows too much or something they had to dispose of or something. But a lot of the times, you know, we're not seeing bodies. And even if we did, like I told y'all on, you know, one of my latest shows, even if they show us bodies, they've got the best. They've got the very best people in Holly Weird, whatever you want to call it, you know, and working for the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, all these people that can just do all kind of special effects. They can give people new identities, new faces. They've done head transplants. They've done, and that's just what they're letting us know they've done, okay? They can do all kind of things, and they can fake, you know, they could use clones. You may not believe that they're doing that, but why wouldn't they? If they have the capability to clone people, which they do, and they've been cloning animals, they've been telling us they've been cloning animals, for a very long time, they've a lot of people have even claimed to clone people already, okay? Anyway, they are doing it. I'm telling you, they're doing it. Believe it or don't believe it. Keep your head in the sand and deny it. Be in a state of denial. Live that way. 
But while you're, you know, you've got your head in the sand, I've checked it out. I've researched it, and so have a lot of other people. They are doing this, and we are in the last days. And with CERN and everything going on with CERN, I'm going to be doing some shows. I'm going to be posting some videos. I'm going to be letting you know. I was listening to Pastor Dan Catlin's show. Um, I forget which one it was because he has two different shows on Thursdays. But one of those shows he had a frequent, you know, I guess it's been on frequently. And I think it's Sure Word Prophecy or something like that to the website. But anyway, that man came on and talked about this tunnel. And he talked about this satanic, you know, ritual ceremony that went on for hours. And it was on television. I know it was on Russia Today RT for sure. And who knows where else. But they had these world leaders there, a lot of them. And they did this very satanic, very occult ceremony there. And he talked about it. Well, I had already seen the video. He was telling people to go watch. And it's all tied into CERN and to the end times that we live in. Um, They're doing all these things, I believe, and a lot of people do believe, to bring in the Antichrist who Satan is going to possess. The Bible tells us that these things are going to happen. The Bible tells us, you know, Satan is going to take over the body of the Antichrist. So they're, I believe, using CERN, this Hadron Collider, they're claiming to be trying to recreate the Big Bang, which is just a theory, you know, and I don't believe, you know, in evolution and all their other lies, but they're claiming that that's what they're trying to do is recreate the the Big Bang and and all this stuff about finding the God particle and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but anyway, I don't know how many of you have heard about the Mandela effect. I plan to talk about that, too, in the future. But, you know, if you haven't looked into it or whatever, you need to start looking into the Mandela effect. Some people are calling it other things, like the quantum effect. Um, and there's a computer that they're using to do many of these things as well. Um, So I want to talk about these things on some shows in the future, but you need to start looking into these things to do with CERN and the Mandela effect, what some are also referring to as the quantum effect. And you may have heard about it. I'm sure a lot of you have, and a lot of you have been researching these things about the tunnel, about CERN, about the Mandela effect, also known as the quantum effect, et cetera. But if you haven't, you need to start looking into it. And things are happening, okay, things are happening that are really strange. And I I think it could definitely be part of the great delusion. And, you know, you have to use discernment and research these things and pray about them and read the Bible and all that. But weird, weird things are happening. And um, these things are talked about in the Bible as well. So I'm going to talk about these things more on future shows, but please look into it. You can go to YouTube.com and see a great many wonderful videos about different things like this, about CERN and, you know, the Mandela Effect. The Mandela Effect, it was coined that by a woman who was, you know, I don't like a lot of things this woman was into, um, because I think she was into the occult, but this is how it got the name. And a lot of people have, you know, said it's not even a good name for it. But 
it's because she claims that people, you know, some people remember Nelson Mandela dying years ago. And then other people remember him dying recently. The same thing happened with Muhammad Ali. You can go to YouTube and see videos posted saying Muhammad Ali has died and this video was made in memoriam to him. And no, I don't think it's just a crazy person that came up with it and posted a fake video about him fakely dying. I believe, you know, people thought he had died. It was announced that he had died in the media all over the world. And it's happened three times now. So they made videos in tribute to him. And you can still go and find some of those videos on YouTube when he supposedly died years ago. These kind of weird things are happening, okay? And so that's just one of the things. But they supposedly it's because some people have memories of Nelson Mandela dying years ago. Some people had memories of him dying, you know, more recently. That's how it got the name, the Mandela Effect. But other things have changed and have been happening. So, including changes to the King James version of the Bible, which is mind-blowing. And I have looked into it, not just looking into, you know, a Bible online that I, I use Bibles online and I use actual physical hard copy Bibles, right? And I use the King James Version. So I looked on the online Bibles to certain, you know, looked for certain verses. Those verses have been changed. So then I went and looked in several different Bibles that I have and Frank has. And and uh, I looked in four different ones that were King James versions. Every single one of them had the same changes. And this is probably being done due to CERN. You know, what they're doing with CERN could be causing these things. Anyway... I don't know how many of you have heard of it, but if you haven't heard of it or, you know, you think I'm crazy, there's going to be people out there that, you know, love the King James Bible and read the only the King James Bible and they don't like other Bible versions like I don't either. You know, I, I prefer to use the King James. And they're going to be in denial and they're going to say, there's no way that my actual Bible at home, I mean, I've, I've told, I told a person this over, I don't know, when it was a few days ago. Um, and I tried to tell them and explain about the Mandela Effect and how the King James Version of the Bible, their own personal Bible, to look into it, to look at these verses and to see and to watch some videos, you know, to be introduced to the subject, et cetera, or just to do a search online and to type in, you know, Mandela, the Mandela Effect in quotes and then, King James Version, KJV, you know, Bible changes or something like that. And you can get a list of these changes and look them up yourself in your very own, own King James Version Bible at home or wherever, anybody's Bible. They'll be changed. Um, other Bible versions have also, you know, undergone some changes, but they've already changed long ago, you know, when they were printed. They changed the meanings and they changed words of the King James Version Bible, et cetera, to those new verses, you know, had changed. But even those, some of them have changed since all this weird stuff's been happening. So, yeah, look into it. Don't just think that I'm crazy, I'm a conspiracy theorist, I'm nuts. 
I mean, you can think that. That's fine. It won't be the first time I've been called those things or people have told me that I'm wrong or I'm crazy because that happens quite often. But, you know, look into it. Do the research because you have to research things. You can't just be in denial and not even look at them and and be a total skeptic or refuse to investigate things. You know, you need to look into them. So anyway, look into these things, then start looking up those Bible verses, and you can use your own personal Bibles. Now, I'm talking about the King James Version. For instance, when it talks about the lion and the lamb, you know, um, they've changed the word from, I don't know who, probably Satan and his minions, you know, through CERN, probably. But instead of it saying the lion and the lamb, now it says the wolf and the lamb. For instance, that's just one of the the changes, this huge mind-blowing change that's happening. And there's people all over the world that are taking note of these things and that are researching these things that are, you know, total Bible-believing Christians that are born again in Christ. And they're seeing these things are happening in their own actual physical King James Version Bibles at their own homes. And a lot of them are finding out all the things that have changed. And then they're going into those Bibles that haven't changed. And they're, you know, making notes of what it used to say. You know, and I'm not saying the Word of God has been changed. But those physical Bibles are physical things in this material universe. And yes, they have changed because I've seen it with my own eyes. I've showed it to Frank. I went and got several Bibles and I showed him. Because he needs to know this is happening, as do all of you. And if you're not born again in Christ, then I hope that you will soon get that way. Because I believe we're already in the days of tribulation. You can think I'm crazy if you want, but I believe it's already started. We're already in the tribulation, I believe. I could be wrong about it. And no one knows when Jesus is going to come back. The Bible tells us that. No one knows. But I believe it's going to happen in a, in a short amount of time, you know. And I don't know the actual day or the hour, but I believe it's going to happen indefinitely in my lifetime. Now, I could be wrong, wrong about that, but I don't think I am. I do think we're in the last days and all the signs are there, that we are in the last days, like it was in the time of Noah and the time of Lot. They were messing around with DNA back then, and... You you know, there's these myths and there's different things and pictures and stuff you can look up about half man, half beast and things like this, satyrs and all kind of different things. And I believe they were doing that back then. And that is why I think a, a huge part of why our Heavenly Father caused the Great Flood to happen, to wipe out these beings. And uh, Noah and, and his family that were on the ark, their DNA was not messed up, it was not corrupted in that manner, etc. And so they were saved, their lives were saved, and, they, and Noah listened to God, built the ark, like he said, and it rained for 40 days and 40 nights and flooded the earth. And, you know, then we have the rainbow to commemorate that God, his promise to us that he will never flood the entire earth again. Yet, the Sodomites have, you know, used usurped that rainbow symbol, and I was listening to another show with Pastor Ernie Sanders on AVR, and I heard him talking about the rainbow and how the sodomites have 
you know, taken the rainbow and changed the rainbow and the different things that he was talking about to do with that. So anyway, you can learn a lot just by listening to different shows on AVR about things that are going on, you know, CERN and the tunnel, the Mandela effect, the rainbow, these crisis actors, these false flag events, so many different things, you know, and you might just hear a little little something somebody mentions on a show for a second or two or a minute, and that can lead you to start researching different things, and then you can look more heavily into it because a lot of times people just don't have the time to go into great depth about different things. Maybe they're a guest on a show and they only have, you know, 30 minutes to talk or less. And the host is talking and there's commercials and different things going on. So, you know, start writing things down. Get a pad and a paper or get your laptop or your notebook or your computer and get, you know, a notepad or word pad open or something. And when you hear something that sparks your interest or that, you know, you think you need to look into Write it down and start researching it. And it's good to write it down, too, in case your computer, you lose things and, and it shuts off or something. And then what you had open, you haven't saved it, and you lose it. That's happened to me many times. I'm sure it's happened to all of you. You can also save things into an email or something like that to keep it, you know, and send it to yourself. I've done that, too. So there's all these different things you can do. Anyway, if in case you didn't see... Or hear me talk about it, you can go look up To Catch a Crisis Actor, and it's the name of a video on YouTube.com. To Catch a Crisis Actor, Orlando Massacre Hoax Hero is the name of it, and I would like for y'all to watch it. And you can easily come to the chat room and just click on the link to see it. Um, it's going to be, and it is posted on my YouTube channel, I just posted it. Um, uploaded it, not uploaded, but, you know, put it onto a playlist, which there's only one video on it because I'm going to add more, but I didn't have time to do it yet. Um, but I'm going to be adding more to that playlist and, you know, it, it's going to tell you the truth and show you. And there was more than one crisis actor used in this Orlando massacre, you know, so-called massacre at the Pulse nightclub. And Pulse is one of those words that the, I, uh, the, the government, the powers that be, are using Pulse. They're also using, okay, that's a term they're using like this year, Pulse. They're also using one like, uh, we all need to come together, 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 you know, all these together. Because I think, you know, that's because of the whole one world order under the Antichrist is coming. So they want to supposedly bring us all together so they can have this happen. Okay, we'll be back. We'll talk more about health and stuff on the other side. Don't go anywhere.
I would like to tell you about the only truly natural dog and cat food I have found anywhere. Most all companies add a synthetic vitamin mineral pack to their dry or kibble food. Nature's logic is different with all natural ingredients and nothing man-made added. Their owner, Scott Freeman, worked for another pet food company, but decided he wanted to do things right. So he started Nature's Logic. You can check them out at natureslogic.com. You will find online and local stores where you can find their products. I spent a lot of time trying to find an all-natural pet food, and Nature's Logic was the only one out there. Give your pets the best and check out naturelogic.com. Your pets will be glad you did. They also have many other natural pet products to try. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now.
welcome back to New World Order Info, and I'm Melissa Roxanne. It's the last part of my live show tonight on Monday, July 11th, 2016, and you're still listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can join us in the chat room, and there's some people in there right now, so come in and join us. If you have not registered for our new chat room, you need to do that. It's very easy to do. You just need to... Pick a username, and you'll have to put in your actual email address so that, you know, somebody can't pretend to be you. That has happened before. So, you know, Frank made it so that you have to use an actual email address and then receive a link to click on in order to activate your chat room account. That's all there is to it. You know, you just put in your whatever name as far as it asks for your real name. You don't really have to put your real name, but you do have to give us a real email address, and that's because we want to prevent people pretending to be other people. So we don't care if you use your real name in the chat room or you ever tell us your real name or whatever. Um, I go by my name in the chat room. Um, Frank just puts Frank, and I put Melissa Roxanne, you know, so it's up to you what kind of username you want to choose and all that. But it's very simple. So, you know, we may not be able to communicate very much longer. You know, who knows when all these things are going to happen. And look what's going on around the world. Look what's going on in so many different places. Um, Venezuela, for example. You know, look what's happened in Greece. And look what's happened in Cyprus. And look what's going on with... Brexit and all these different changes taking place and then there's CERN and there's the Mandela effect and you know there's that tunnel that they built and all these you know diabolical demonic satanic things going on and then you have usurper as I call him you know the the so-called president who really never was even qualified to be the president of the United States, and he announces that, I think it's the White House Correspondents' Dinner or something like that, um, you know, he announced at the last one that the end of the Republic has never looked so good or so great, and, you know, words to that effect. Then you have Queen Elizabeth saying last Christmas was going to be the last Christmas. So I don't know if it's going to be the last Christmas or not. I don't even celebrate Christmas or Pagan holidays, Frank and I do not, but, you know, all these things are adding up. There's all kinds of predictive programming, too, in the Simpsons television show where they showed Prince being murdered, for instance. They showed all kind of other things that have happened long before they happened. You know, and then 9-11, look at all the things that happened that were predictive programming, you know, that they showed us long before 9-11-2001 took place. And our Heavenly Father tells us what's going to happen in the Bible. He tells us all these things, you know, because He knows what's going to happen. He knew it before anything ever did happen. And He sees time in a different way. He experiences time in a different way than we can. And he knows all these things that are going to happen. And I believe Satan also has to tell us things that are going to happen before they happen. So that's 
what they it seems he chooses to use is a lot of times sci-fi or movies or books or you know whatever it is um different hints and things like that or just blatantly coming out and saying you know things that they're doing and they put it in these sci-fi shows or movies uh like that movie the host but they'll put in they'll sprinkle in a little bit of truth a lot of the time, or a lot of truth, but then they'll put a bunch of lies in there to confuse and confound you because Satan is the author of confusion. And, you know, he's the father of all lies. So he's not going to tell you the truth. He might give you some little bit of truth, but he's going to put in the lies too. Anyway, so all these things are happening. And, and okay, look at all the cloning shows that are out there on sci-fi. One of them is Orphan Black, for instance. And yeah, that show does have a lot of uh, sodomite stuff in there. But they talk about cloning as if it's nothing. You know, it's just an everyday thing going on. These people have been cloned. And there'll be, you know, five or six different people that look like the same person. Now... Their face looks the same, but their hair may be different, things like that. That's what they show on that show, for instance. And I know you can see it. It's a BBC show. And I know Netflix has it, for one thing. Or you can go to BBC.com, probably, and find it there. But um, Frank and I watched a lot of those shows on, you know, Orphan Black shows. But um, they do talk about cloning, but they, they, they don't talk about the implications, really, very much. It's just more like... You know, it's a show where they show, yeah, people are being cloned, but, you know, what they'll do is, you know, like back in the day with the Disney movies, they would have like two twins or an actress playing two twins or something like that. And, you know, like Lindsay Lohan back in the day when she was a little girl and would play two parts or something like that. And they'll do that with these so-called clones, but it will be the same actress, actor, whatever you want to call it doing this, you know, playing the parts of all these different people that are these clones. So, anyway, they're they're showing that, you know, some truth, anyway, about cloning is happening. They're putting it out there. It's in the sci-fi shows. They talk about Stargates. They talk about time travel. I'm saying in different shows and things like that, you know, everything from Star Trek, you know, to later shows, sci-fi shows and things like that and movies. They talk about body snatching happening, like invasion of the body snatchers. Okay, look at the movie They Live. They talked about people's bodies being snatched back then. Roddy Piper, Roddy Roddy Piper, died pretty recently. And it could be, who knows why, but he did say before he died that that movie They Live was, um, let me think of what he, he called it a documentary. He said, they live, was, or is a documentary. Do you think he was joking about that? He wasn't. I know it was kind of a cheesy movie, but at the same time, it was a very mind-blowing movie where they did tell a lot of truth, and they showed subliminal messages in books and billboards, magazines, things like that, and... You know, in that movie, you had to put on these sunglasses in order to see things that others could not see. Well, the Bible talks about how 
know, you some people have scales over their eyes, and some people can see, and other people cannot see the things like I talk about, for instance, and others talk about an AVR, et cetera, or you try to tell people, and they cannot see it. And it also says you have to have the ears to hear. So some people can be awake, and they still will be in denial about a lot of different things, and they don't want to admit to themselves that people are being cloned, or it scares them, and they don't want to admit it, or they don't want to look into it, you know, because of what they might find. And I think that's the case with most people that aren't awake. They're they're scared. They don't want to go against society. They don't want to be different. They want to go with the herd mentality. They want to be part of the herd. And so they will not question authority figures or they will not question what they hear or see or read or they're told. You know, I could sit there and talk to them about the Mandela effect or whatever and they just ignore it or tune me out, walk away, call me crazy, call me a conspiracy theorist. They won't look into it. And then you have people that are awake that are aware of a lot of the things that you hear about on AVR and other alternative media. And they'll do the same thing when it comes to a certain subject, like cloning or the Mandela effect or CERN, or maybe they just haven't looked into it. They don't know what's going on and they don't care and they're not going to, they're going to be apathetic about it. But I'm trying to tell you, you know, if you haven't looked into these things, you need to start. You need to be, informed and fully informed and do the research on these different things. It's not just, you know, something that's not important. It's extremely important to look into these things. So please do that. Look into the King James Version of the Bible that has been changed. These Bible verses have been changed. And it is mind-blowing. But we know, you know, our Heavenly Father knows what's going to happen, and He tells us who wins in the end, and that is those who are born again in Christ. And our Heavenly Father wins, and He defeats Satan. He defeats the Antichrist. He defeats the New World Order. He defeats the evil in the world. And uh, Satan will be locked up for a thousand years, and then after the thousand years are up, he will be released for a short time, and then he is going to the lake of fire which was created for him, okay? And he and his rebellious angels will be burning in the lake of fire. That's what the Bible tells us. And our Heavenly Father doesn't want anyone, you know, any person that he created to end up there or to end up going to hell. So, you know, it is our job to try to testify about Jesus and the Bible and these things that are happening, you know, and to try to wake them up. And maybe things happen and people do have heart attacks or car wrecks or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's our Heavenly Father trying to shake them and wake them up about things in their life and about you need to look into the Bible. You need to, you know, know that Jesus died on the cross for your sins and he went to hell for our repented sins and he shed his blood on that cross and you know he arose on the third day and he did all this for us and he loves us and our heavenly father loves us and the Holy Ghost that's inside of those who are born again in Christ love us and you know they do so much for us so don't 
reject them and end up in hell for all eternity. And so we're supposed to warn people about about these things and about their eternal destiny and where they're going to end up. Because if we don't, then their blood is going to be on our hands. So do that with your loved ones before it's too late. Do that with everyday people you meet that are total strangers. You know, witness to them about these things. Tell them about these things. And and give them King James Version Bibles. You know, I know you can go to... um, You can go to... Let me think of the name of it. Um, It's the Salvation Army. I know that they have thrift stores out there. And they give away free Bibles. So if you're ever in a Salvation Army or you want to give free Bibles out, you can go there and ask them. And they will let you take one free Bible, as far as I'm aware, from a Salvation Army thrift store. You know, you have to ask them, of course, for if they're doing that at that particular thrift store. And if they are, I would get a King James Version Bible, you know, and then hand it out to people or save it. You know, if you're not going to hand it out, save it for when these Bibles are going to be illegal to have with that day is coming. And then it's up to you, you know, if you want to try to give them to people or what, because it, I'm sure it's a probably going to be a, a hanging offense, as they said in the show Revolution on Netflix, you know, for somebody to have a gun. That's what they're showing you ahead of time on these shows. In that show, it was it was a it was a life and death matter if you had a gun. So people ended up getting swords instead, and bows and arrows and things like that, compound bows, and you know. So they were showing what's coming for us, you know. And people became proficient in using those instead of guns, but. They also had guns in that show, but it was a hanging offense to have a gun. And there's no doubt, this is like predictive programming. They're showing us what they intend to do. So you might want to get more than just guns, you know. You might want to get other things, too, for self-defense. And the Bible does tell us to, you know, to get a sword, which would be a modern-day gun would be the equivalent of that. But, you know, it might be a good idea to get a sword or more than one, too, some, you know, compound bows and arrows, etc., and different things. So anything that you need to get, you need to get it now. I really think either Usurper is not going anywhere and something's going to happen very soon. It could be around the time of the so-called election, which is really a selection, because they know who they're going to install as the puppet, the the leader, the president, ahead of time, of course. And they just pretend that your votes matter. But, you know, if something were to happen then or before then, or even in January of next year, you know, before the so-called new president takes office, you know, it could be that length of time before, hey, we could be under martial law. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it could. So, you know what, whether it happens or it doesn't, whether usurper stays in office or he does not, um, we need to be prepared for that to happen or for whatever to happen. Look at look at these. Uh, they tapped into different things and they've exposed that Loretta Lynch is talking to the Black Lives Matter people in that cult, and it's probably funded by George Soros as 
is so many other things, as are so many other things, like Occupy and all that, um, the Occupy movement and all that, and he's a total commie. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it looks like Black Lives Matter is going to try to make it to where, you know, they're going to try to cause all these things and blame them on Donald Trump. I'm not saying I like Donald Trump or I want him to be president either. But a lot of people do. But um, I don't know what's going to happen. None of us know. But Usurper may not be going anywhere. And and it could be down to a few short months that we have left to prepare before things start really happening that are very bad. And whether that happens or not, I don't know. But we should get prepared in case they do, in case there's World War Three. The Muslims, I think, are going to be a big part of that. They could stir up things, too. And I think, you know, who knows? Uh, usurper could be a Muslim, probably is a Muslim, but he's Antichrist. I think he's the Antichrist. But, um, you know, I know that he stands with the Muslims and he's told us that and he's talked about the music and how beautiful it is and it's the most beautiful sound on the earth and, you know, he loves the Quran and he he's just showing himself. Um, but anyway, he could end up being taking over the UN and being the head of the UN, which would be kind of like king of the world. So whether he stays in office in the United States as president for part of another term or something, I don't know, or he becomes head of the UN, or both. Those things could happen. They could not happen, but we need to get prepared. So coming up next is the owner of AVR, Frank Steffen, for two hours live. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for listening, and please keep my brother and my family in your prayers. Thank you for listening. Have a great night.
The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one forty. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
Good evening, all. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Monday, July 11th, 2016. And it's about eight and a half minutes after 8 p.m. Pacific time. If that's when it is where you're at, we are, in fact, live. Being live, that means you can... um, Call in 800-932-1980, 800-932-1980. That's how you get on the air. You can also participate in that manner, of course. You can also participate by going to the chat room. And uh, that's located at our website, theamericanvoice.com or AmericanVoiceRadio.com. Look, folks, if you've got any bookmarks or, you know, links or anything like that to anything other than that, you need to dump them because you're going to run into nothing but problems as I depopulate the server of all the files that are no longer being used. And I know a lot of you go there. I get people still 
going to the old, uh, you know, old ads uh, from some old page about something that was a hundred dollars that's now a hundred and fifty or something because things have changed in the last decade. You kidding me? You really think that's gonna fly? See, you know, that's the whole thing about this whole movement, folks. You know, people in the patriot movement, you know, and it's and it's perpetrated by fat blowhorns out there that, you know, make millions of dollars and act like they're just like one of you. You know, that's just like Megyn Kelly acting like she's just like one of you. Or Barack Obama, you know, asking the uh, ghetto thugs that, oh, I'm just like you. Oh, sure, Trayvon Martin, if I had a son, he'd look just like him. Yeah, he'd look just like him, maybe, but he wouldn't be just like him. He wouldn't grow up just like him. He'd be privileged. Oh, but how can that be? He'd be black. Oh, oh, yeah, there's privileged black people, too. And you know what? There's dirtbags in the patriot movement, okay? Lion stinking scum buckets, okay, that I wouldn't on if they were on fire. Oh, but, oh, they're, yeah, they're patriots. They're, you know, boy, oh, boy. Oh, yeah, well, okay. You know, I get this all the time. Well, you know, you need to, uh, we all need to come together. Oh, yeah, with who? With who? Who would that be exactly that I'm coming together with? I'm not pulling the cart next to a lying dirt bag. That ain't no better than the scum in Washington. You know what? I went through this many, many years ago. And I found out, you know, we we had a group, the Tenth Amendment group, and we were, you know, we were trying to promote states' rights here in Oregon. Well, here down in southern Oregon, our group was. And I came to realize, you know... uh, the leaders especially, and, and, the, and the, the followers of the leaders, everybody, well, not everybody, but most of the majority of the people involved in these groups really didn't want freedom. They didn't want liberty. They weren't interested in that at all. What they wanted was to be in charge. Okay? They didn't want liberty. They wanted to be in charge. I don't like the way you're doing it. So I'm going to start a group. I'm going to do a thing, and I'm going to try to get you out of there so I can get in there. Or somebody who will do things the way I want them done will get in there. But I ain't got no interest in liberty. And you can find this out when you start talking to people going, well, uh, Hey, Mr., uh, you know, 60-year-old redneck sitting there drinking your Budweiser, telling me all about how the world has turned to crap and how you want to change things. Really? Do you think people should have the right to, uh, oh, I don't know, smoke weed, shoot heroin, not get their vaccinations? not get their flu shot, and still, gee, be able to, you know, have a job? Do you believe that? You'll get varying answers, but it'll all be along the lines of, hell no, hell no. We got to lock them dopers up. You got to make them people get them vaccinations because you got to protect the children. These people have no 
no inclination towards liberty whatsoever. They just don't like the groups that are in charge now. We got to do something about them homosexuals. Well, hey, okay. What do you want to do? We got to make some laws. That's what we got to do. Oh, I see. Well, you know what? There's been homosexuals forever. It's not, you know, you're not going to legislate that out of, out of existence. The fact of the matter is there's something else going on here. Now, you have all these things that always existed that are heinous and sins and uh, health hazards and unhealthy, and they cut years off your life, and it's just bad things. People have always done them. What's changed? Well, what's changed is people all, we all knew. Well, these are bad things I'm doing here. I'm doing it anyway, but, I mean, these are bad things I'm doing. And being bad things and all, I'm going to keep them to myself. I'm certainly not going to brag about all these bad things I'm doing because, you know, people will shun me. They won't want to talk to me anymore if they knew the bad things. You know, and I say the bad things because, you know, there's lots of bad things. And... Lots of bad things back in society. I mean, do you remember when it was an issue? This is in my lifetime. Hello? One, it was an issue for a Catholic to become president. Oh, my God, we're going to have the dang Pope running the country now. Well... And what else? Oh, it used to be a big issue. What? You mean to tell me he's divorced? Why, he can't be president. The man ain't got no morals divorcing his wife like that. My lifetime, folks. Those used to be things that mattered to people about, well, who am I going to vote for pres- You know, for president? This is the highest office in the land, and... Geez, I don't want nobody who's, you know, divorced his wife because probably got a divorce because he was cheating on her. Because that's usually the case. Or she was cheating on him. Either way, you know, I mean, can't have that. Certainly can't have a Catholic in there, although we did. And the Pope didn't run the country. Now? You know, and I'm not saying that that was necessarily you know, wise or better. I'm just pointing it out that people's general morality in what we accepted in people that were going to represent us. Now, we might be pals with a neighbor down the street who was divorced. Yeah, you know, okay, Joe's okay. He's been divorced uh, one or two or five times, but, you know, he's an okay guy. He's just got, you know, he's this thing with women. You know, same with women. Well, she's been divorced a few times, but, you know, that's okay. You know, we don't throw rocks at her. You know, we don't call her names or anything like that because, hey, you know. But, hey, whoa, president? No, I don't think so, man. You know, that's the highest offer in the land, and we expect a little more out of you than uh, Joe Blow down the street, right? No more, huh? Now we got a stinking Muslim in the uh, White House. 
Okay? And everybody was afraid that when Jack Kennedy got in there, oh, the Pope was going to be running. Well, guess who's running the country? Yeah, that's right. Muhammad, the pedophile false prophet. That's who's running the country now. Plus, I apparently all the stories about Barack Hussein Obama being a flamer snorting cocaine and giving the nasty to another man in the back of a limousine was all true. What other what other reason would you light up the White House in homo colors after the Supreme Court rules that uh oh yeah well two years ago we ruled we didn't have the uh, the jurisdiction to go into states and define what marriage was because it was a man and a woman. But now we've decided, the very same court, the very same justices, that now we do somehow magically, we created the jurisdiction to go in all the states and define what marriage is, and it's between anything. Yeah. And everybody sits and twiddles their thumbs. And then where does it go? Oh, that isn't good enough. Where does it go from there? Now they're saying, well, you know, transvestites, you know, you dress up like a girl, you're allowed to go use the, girl, uh, the girl's room, even though you got a, you know, package. I mean, you know, hey, and look. I think Donald Trump is probably, you know, I don't think he's that great of a choice, but he's the best choice we have. But what, he's been divorced three times? Or twice? This is the third wife? Nobody even, nobody mentions it. You know, it's not an issue anymore. Ah, it's okay. Or just 30 years ago, it wasn't okay. I mean, that would be the big issue. Nobody's going to talk about anything else. I don't care what your policies are. I don't care what you think. I don't care how your hair is. You've been divorced twice. You're not qualified to be president. 30 years ago, that's what people believed. What the hell happened? You see... We've got real bad problems in this country, and it's not just the economy, it's not just this, or it's not just that. We have a foundational disintegration in this country. That You know, you atheists, and you humanists, and you Satanists, and you bunch of other non-believing, going-to-hell people can believe whatever you want, okay? Because this is America. But you know what? The foundations of this country and the reason you're allowed to believe what you want is because the foundations of our law is based in Christianity. Let that sink in for a minute. And the foundations of this country are collapsing. Why? How? Well... You know, people, you can, we can point to a lot of problems. Well, the public school system, you know, the Department of Education really should be destroyed. And it's just really too bad that Ronald Reagan was a big, fat, typical liar, okay, who had great rhetoric, 
did good. That did probably the best speeches of any president in my lifetime. But his policies were totally not what he talked about. Oh yeah, one of his you know everybody is all over Obama about you know his campaign promises. Yeah, we're going to get out of Afghanistan in eighteen months. Yeah, we're going to get out of Iraq in eighteen months. Sure. Yeah, it's been eight years and we're still there. Still there, selling heroin to the world. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we're going to be the most transparent. Yeah, well, they are. They're the most transparent liars there's ever been because they don't even put any effort into their lies. Either that or they're incompetent. I don't know what it is, but their lies are transparent. You know, but Ronald Reagan's promises, he promised to get rid of the Department of Education. Far as I know, it's still there. He didn't do it. He lied. Oh, well, he found that he couldn't do it. Yeah, I got Reagan apologists all over me, man, because the Republican morons, you know, they just think, oh, Ronald Reagan, he was a communist. He was a shill. He was a fraud, a phony, an actor. And most of the problems we have in this country, when it comes to economics anyway, all started with Ronald Reagan, the smoke and mirror man. That's right. Reaganomics. It's all a fraud. And that's what our economy is. But a fraud only lasts so long. But hey, Ronald Reagan didn't care. The economy outlived him. And that's really all that matters is because now, oh, well, he's dead. Oh, hail to the uh, hail to the king, you know, whatever. Meanwhile, his second or third wife, Nancy Reagan, was practicing divination in the White House. Of course, you know, Michelle or Michael Obama's mom is practicing voodoo in the White House right now. Big problems. So, but the foundation goes back to LBJ, I think. This is my opinion. I mean, I'm basing it on facts, but, you know, you can come to a different conclusion than I do based on the same facts. But LBJ, when he instituted the 501c3 IRS code for churches, I believe undermined the moral foundation of this country. Whereas churches were truly independent before that, they now owe their allegiance to the government. All those big fancy buildings will go away if they don't toe the line. That's right. You start telling your parishioners, hey man, listen, this next election, this is who you got to vote for and why. Oh, kiss it goodbye. And not only that, you see, you might think, well... I got this big place, I got a school, I got that. You know, I can get rid of my 501c3 now and, uh, you know, 
carry on. It's just it won't be tax exempt anymore. And maybe you could. And there are ways that if you plan ahead and realize you can get out of it and you're going to make a lot less money, you might be able to survive, though. But after you signed up for it, if you don't follow the rules, meaning if you get out there and tell people how to vote, why? You talk against abortion, you talk against homosexuals, you talk against anything that is politically incorrect, and they will yank your 501c3 because you agreed to follow the rules. And you might think, well, fine. You know what? Why should they care? You got the church, you got the people, you know, you just tell them, look, you're not going to be able to write this off your taxes anymore. Sorry, that's the way it is. And that's not entirely true anyway. (laughs) You can gift money, you can donate money, and you get a receipt and say, look, man, I donated this money. That's a write-off. They don't got to be a 501c3. But everybody's led to believe that. But what the IRS does to these churches is when you cross them, they say, okay, we're yanking your 501c3. And another thing, now we might have just caught you breaking the rule, and we're going to yank your 501c3. But you know what? Because we just caught you, what we're going to figure is that you have been doing this all along, and we just caught you. So... From the day you got your 501c3, we want all those taxes from then. Of course, you know, they've got limits like 10 years or something, but they want all 10 years of all the taxes that you didn't pay because they claim, well, seeing as how we caught you now, we think you've been doing this the whole time, so we're disqualifying your whole 501c3 from the beginning. We can only go back 10 years, so we want 10 years of back taxes from your mega church. That comes to about, oh, I don't know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty million dollars with penalties, of course, because well, you didn't pay those taxes and that means you're late. Oh boy, you're in a world of hurt right now. Your church will not survive. So our dirtbag preachers, the little whores that call themselves pastors, get up there. And they tell you, oh, God loves the homos. Really? Well, my Bible says, God says they will surely be put to death. God says they're an abomination. How does that mean he loves them? Huh? Oh, and people go, well, you know, uh, God loves the sinner, uh, but hates the sin. But that's not what the Bible says about homosexuality. It says they shall surely be put to death. And they're an abomination. Not the sin is an abomination. Not the sin will be put to death. Them. They get put to death. They are an abomination. Not the sin. So that's just some catchy little thing that some little panty waist pastor made up. Why? So they don't break the rules. That's why. They don't care what the Bible says. They will torture the Scripture into submission to the IRS rules. And, you know, 
if you're going to have the IRS dictating morality for your nation, you got a problem. And that's the foundation of our country, is Christianity. Whether you like it or not, you atheist, Satanist, it doesn't matter what you think. That is the foundation of this nation. Does that mean every one of our founding fathers was a good Christian man? No. But they recognized Christian principles as superior. That's why they wrote them in to our founding documents. All of them. You know, so politically, yeah, we can make changes politically, maybe. I mean, you know, I, I'm taking a lot of leeway here. Like, okay, we're we're figuring that the elections are not rigged, that they're not going to pl- pull some more monkey business. Like, you know, I don't know, shredding a million ballots of Bernie Sanders in California. Do you realize that, folks? And there's no outrage. There's no uproar. Even the Sanders campaign, I don't hear much from them. I don't hear the media. I don't hear anybody out there. Bernie Sanders won the state of California. Do you realize how significant that would have been? But they stole it. They just shredded a million of his ballots. Why? Because the Democratic Party runs the primaries. You got to understand something here, folks, about how this election cycle works. These are not government run elections, the primaries. Okay, it's like going down to the, down to the, uh, your local, uh, I don't know what. What do they call those, uh, you know, your, uh, oh man, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. You know, veterans things where they got the bar and stuff. Well, that's pretty much all I got there. Uh, Foreign Legion, not the Foreign Legion, the American Legion. Let's look at that. The American Legion. Let's say you're a member of the American Legion. Okay, fine. So you go down there and you, oh, hey, it's the time to pick our commander. Let's uh, let's have an election of who's going to be our, our commander. Well, that is strictly an internal American Legion election, and they can do whatever they want to do. They can have the election any way they want to have it. Well, the same thing goes for the primaries. The Democratic and Republican parties are not part of the government. They are private organizations, and they can run their membership elections any way they want. And they do. I mean, look at the Democrats. Uh, we uh, created something called superdelegates to where a candidate with the, mo- you know, the most money can buy them. And unless there's an overwhelming, like, uh, you know, you'd have to, you would have to have like 70% of all the votes in order to defeat a candidate who has all the superdelegates. And Hillary Clinton purchased lock, stock, and barrel the Democratic National Committee. So she owns all those superdelegates. But Bernie, and Bernie Sanders kept kicking her butt, winning state after state after state after state, and then he won California, except that couldn't be because, see, the night before, CNN already called her the winner. So we can't have that. 
So they just shred a million Bernie votes. Wow. And there's nobody even squeaking about it. We'll be back in a bit.
Food prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
All right, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on the American Voice Radio Network. It's still Monday, July 11, 2016, about 843 and a half out here on the Pacific Time Coast. If that's when it is where you're at, you can call in 800-932-1980, 800-932-1980. That'll get you on the air. You can also go to the chat room where I was uh, during the break there. Commenting on people, uh, people's pictures over on the side. Another feature that uh, the new chat room has, you can put a little picture over by your name. Uh, and somebody is in there actually chatting away with their mobile device. Huh? Is that cool or what? It works on that, actually, as, as well as any other, you know, chatting thing uh, or instant messenger, which I... Uh, I did look it up today, and uh, Yahoo Instant Messenger's uh, thing is going away August 5th. So anybody out there that uses Yahoo Instant Messenger, I wouldn't go along with any any of their new crap. They're just doing it just so they can keep track of you better. They're telling you, oh, it's to enhance your experience. It's all for you. It's to make things better for you. Really? How are things that I'm used to using, that I like to use, you taking them away and forcing me to do something I don't want to do, how is that better for me? You know, sorry, that's not better for me. That might be better for you, but it's not better for me. So don't give me that line of BS that it's all for me and it's to make everything better for me because that doesn't make anything better for me. And I'm not going to use Yahoo Instant Messenger anymore in any realm and I encourage all of you to dump it, too. Now, what I did do is I downloaded this thing. Some people on the uh, chat room had mentioned it, so I went and looked it up, and I, I thought, okay, I'll try this, and it's called Pigeon. Now, I haven't used it, but it looks like it may it may be okay. So there's just one option. There's plenty of other things. Guys, you could use Google Talk. You could do anything. I mean, what the heck is going on here, man? My My screen just went crazy. Yeah, it's great, this new technology. Mm-hmm. It's all for me. It's to make my life easier. You know, that's like when you walk into the store and you notice, hey, everything in this store that I used to know where it is ain't there anymore. Oh, I see you've changed every aisle and everything that was on every shelf. Boy, isn't that handy. Gee, golly, thanks. Was that for me, too, to make my shopping experience enhanced? Now I am completely have to go through your whole stinking store again? You think this is going to make me want to buy things? I, I don't understand these marketers, okay? They just figure, I guess, you know, it's like these ads on these websites that just take over your whole computer. You know, it's like thinking, well, yeah, hey, I know how to make people buy things. Yeah, yeah, the best way to get people to buy things is to really piss them off and make them hate you. Because that's what makes them want to buy things from you, is when they're really pissed off and hating you. Folks, you need to start really boycotting. When places pull this crap, go tell the manager, you know what? I'm leaving and I'm not coming back because you are an asshole. Oh, did I say that? Yeah, well, sorry. I, I just, you know, I don't get it. I don't get it, folks. I mean, okay, I can maybe get the cops are now brutes out there that just, you know, will pull their gun and shoot you because you looked at them wrong. 
You know, they're not there to protect the public. They're not there for anything but themselves. They're trained that the main thing is for them to get home alive. And that if that means killing everybody in the neighborhood first, well, then that's what you got to do in order so you can get home to your wife and your family. Don't even worry about those other people out there that got wives and kids, too, because they're not you. And they're not one of your brothers in blue. No, they're the enemy. So it's okay to kill them. Okay, I get that. I don't agree with it, but I get it. I understand how it happens. But stores? I don't get that. Yeah, okay, let's let's team up all together. We're a team. We're a team here, and the customer is the enemy. And if any customer complains, ban them from the store. Uh, always stand up for the employee because we're a team. Yeah, and that's the crap that they pull in these management seminars and stuff. Team building and all this other crap. Look, man, we're not on a team. You're here because we pay you to be here. Now do your job or you're fired. And just keep in mind that every one of these customers that walk in the doors, they're actually the one paying your salary. Oh, those days are gone. See, that would be, that could hurt somebody's self-esteem. We can't have that. Now... Here's this thing going on at Fox News. There's this one woman suing Ailes because uh, she says that, you know, he uh, inappropriately uh, sexually, uh, I don't know, harassed her or whatever, ogled her, oogled her, whatever it is. And they've got this up here. You know, I I look at this and I go, and you got to be kidding me. Really? Okay, so more... Fox News female anchors are coming to defend Roger Ailes. And they've got their pictures here. I mean, this looks like some kind of prostitute dating site. Okay? Really? Uh, okay, so I apparently there are no ugly women who know how to read news or have any intelligent things to say at all. Only pretty women that look like prostitutes have any intelligence or read the news, apparently, uh, because this is what I'm seeing. Do you see any ugly women on Fox News? Do you? Huh, 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 huh? Because they're not journalists, folks. They are actresses. And actresses are inherently prostitutes. And that goes for actors, too. I mean, you know, oh, wait. Aren't they all actors now because we got this unisex? It's not appropriate to point out that, oh, you're a girl. Oh, gee, that's not appropriate. Yeah, okay. So they're all actors, and they're all prostitutes. Inherently. It's their job description. Gee, lie and pretend to be something you're not for the benefit of the viewer. Hmm, how much different is that than a prostitute? I mean, honestly, folks. How about this? Here's something. Seeing as how we just got done with our, oh, 
Independence Day celebration because we're all so free and we live in the land of the free and the home of the brave and la, 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 la. How about four, only four, because, uh, you know, I'm reading an article here. I didn't make this up now, but I'm I'm having difficulty here trying to make make my thing come down here to where it needs to be without jumping you know i i pull it down and it doesn't go and then it goes all the way to the bottom and uh yeah so let's see here no now it's not moving at all it's just frozen it's great man oh yeah here we go down to the bottom yay okay freedom of speech oh yeah let's bounce up and down now this is great. And you know why it does it? It's because of all the ads as they're loading. Because half the ads are videos now. Because you've got to have that. Because God forbid you have to read. Because you're a high school, you know, educated uh, man or woman. And reading, well, hmm, can't have that. How about the freedom of travel? The idea that human beings should be free to roam the earth without permission or threat is now dated. Prior to the 1930s, you didn't have a driver's license to operate a motor vehicle or carriage in America. Do, do you know that? Prior to the 1930s, you didn't need a license to drive a car. Huh. Hey, what happened in the 1930s? Oh, yeah. Franklin Deficit Roosevelt got in there. Took away the gold, put in the fiat currency, and started writing rules. You know why? Because the United States of America was bankrupt. It ended. No more gold. No more silver money. Well, silver stayed in there in effect for a while. But no more gold money. Now we're having fiat currency. Bankrupt. Reorganization. You're going to have to start collecting some fees somewhere. Oh, we're going to turn your right to travel into a privilege and charge a fee for it. Even in the 30s, traveling without a passport was commonplace. Before 1915, His Majesty's government did not require a passport for departure, nor did any European state require one for admittance except the two notoriously backward and neurotic countries of Russia and the Ottoman Empire. That would be Russia and Turkey. Now look. I think passports are a good idea. I really do. Because I think nations are a good idea. And I think nations. And, and you know what? Hey. You want to go crazy? And say well. You know the states of the union are actually sovereign states. And uh, I guess if you're okay fine. Perhaps. If you are going to travel from one state to another, perhaps you should have some kind of travel document. But, of course, that kind of goes against the concept of having one nation, but uh, whatever. Now even recreational drivers are required to be commercially licensed. And in addition to a complex system of fees, fines, high-speed chases, and beatdowns, we are now watching the normalization of domestic checkpoints. 
manned by armed and dangerous government employees. Sobriety checkpoints, also known as DUI checkpoints, are the most common roadblocks you might encounter. They function as a general-purpose investigatory tactic where police can get a close look at passing motorists by detaining them briefly. Detainment is arrest, folks. A roadblock stop is quick but it gives police a chance to check tags and licenses while also giving officers a quick whiff of the driver's breath and a chance to peer into the vehicle for a moment. Hmm. How about the right, the right to be self-sustaining? Living off the grid is the ultimate of personal responsibility, but as government needs depend, dependence in order to be relevant, the type of rugged, ingenious Mind that once made America remarkable is being stamped out in a fog of rules, regulations, permits, codes, and trade agreements. For those interested in cultivating true independence by homesteading or setting up a little off-grid outpost somewhere, it's increasingly difficult and expensive to comply with the state. Look, if you want to build a yurt of rabbit skins and go to the bathroom in a compost pile, why is it any of the government's business? Bureaucrats bend over backwards to accredit tax credit and offer money to people wanting to build pig city factories or bigger airports. But let a guy go to his woods, cut down some trees, and build himself a home, and a plethora of regulatory tyrants descend on the project to com complicate, obfuscate, irritate, frustrate, and virtually terminate. I think it's time to eradicate some of these laws and the pariahs who administer them. Yeah, how about freedom of speech? Yeah, one of the greatest rights, supposedly, is freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Since the 80s, though, we've been trained to accept free speech zones where protesters could be shuffled out of sight and out of mind. Now, though, we're entering the era of extreme political correctness and unabashed irrationality. People are increasingly unwilling to listen to what others have to say, and intolerance is being normalized under a cloak of phony diversity and tolerance. Isn't that sweet? Intolerance is being passed off as tolerance. Well, intolerance is being passed off as tolerance. And then the right to choose your own medicine. We all know about the uh, California. Now they are mandating, that's right, mandating that even adults get their vaccines or else. Yeah, so there we have that. Now let's see here. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, this one. Because this actually has some good news if it would ever come up. You've all heard of the dirty dozen, right? Those are the vegetables that you should always buy organic because if you don't, they're really poisoned. They they have a, you know, bad stuff in them. Okay, it's actually 14 this year. So here's the ones that if you're going to buy them, always buy organic. Apples, celery, cherry tomatoes, cucumbers, grapes, hot peppers, nectarines, peaches, potatoes, spinach, strawberries, sweet bell peppers, kale or collard greens, and summer squash. Well, organic can be spendy, as we all know. So here's a little list of 15 that 
if you can't afford organic, these these ones are okay to buy that are not organic or less damaging, whatever. Asparagus, avocados. Now, remember, these are the ones that you don't have. If you're on a budget, you don't have to buy organic. The other ones you really should avoid. If you can't get organic, avoid them. So these are the ones that you can get even if they are not organic. Of course, organic is usually better, but asparagus, avocados, cabbage, cantaloupe, sweet corn. Now, don't confuse this with the GMO canned corn, all right? Eggplant, grapefruit, kiwi, mangoes, mushrooms, onions, papayas, pineapples, sweet peas, and sweet potatoes. Okay, those are the ones that, you know, if you can't afford to get uh, organic, you can buy those just regular. But the other ones there that I mentioned first, always go organic if you can. Anyway, we got to go in here. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll have Dean Lauren on, so stay tuned. And if you can't be back, thanks for listening. The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead. 
meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
Good evening, all. And welcome back to everybody who is still here from the first hour. And uh, welcome to all of you who's... Uh, Uh-oh, i got to change this. Never mind. Hang on, hang on. Everybody talk amongst yourself for a second here. All right, there we go. Anyhow... Uh, welcome to all of you who are just joining us. Uh, this is the Frank Report. It is still Monday, July 11th, 2016, about 9.09 and a half out here. And um, if that's when it is where you're at, we're live. You can go to the chat room, which is located at our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Tell your friends. And, hey, you can tell them even if they've got a mobile device because our website is mobile responsive even Get this, even the chat room. That's right, even the chat room is mobile responsive. Yep, that's it. It's like texting away so you can walk with your head down right into traffic, chatting on the AVRN chat room. Woohoo! Anyhow, it is Monday, and I did say it was the 9 o'clock hour, and you regular listeners out there know what this means. This means we've got Dean Lauren here as co host. He is coming to us live from. New York City. Welcome, Dean. Well, thank you, Frank. And how do we sound this week? Well, not as good as last week, but okay. You sound okay. You sound like you're better than better than being on a phone or something, but there seems to be a little bit of a... <sighs> oh, that's, that's the massive amount of air conditioning I have. Oh, okay. Massive amounts of air conditioning. Well... I am determined to be cool in this state of anarchy sweeping <laughs> the nation. Well, you know, you've just disappointed so many listeners who thought you were just inherently cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did well, you hey, did you notice I changed my uh my intro? Yes, I I did and uh I I was kind of disappointed though. Uh because the song loops. Well, <laughs> you could make it like three minutes. I mean, five minutes of gotta be a revolution. Gotta be. I mean, come on. I mean, well, Dean, have you have you done anything to promote the revolution yet? Apparently not. So uh, you know, maybe you're not getting it yet. So maybe uh, you need a little repetitiveness, huh? <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, some people, that's the only way they can learn. Apparently, you know, I haven't seen you on the news, so you're one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hey, there's a good chance to see you on the news uh, more than most people from from the things you get involved in. And that's what I want to talk tonight about. The things because you get involved in? I... Listen to your July 4th show and stuff like that. You did. I did. And, you know, it's very interesting. You you were very emotional. You got out there. And if I had not seen this beat down in the courts, this federal courts, and I'm talking about for those people who have not or are not aware of, I witnessed a 
federal contractor, Blackwater, the domestic branch of Blackwater, it's called Intercon Security, beat down a woman. Now, we know it's Blackwater because the agency was created by Enrique Hernandez, an LAPD policeman, in 1973, the year that Bush represented the United States at the United Nations. And in fact, it is George Herbert Bush who is behind Intercon Security. And it's created so that Intercon Security can act as a conduit to bring in intelligence officers through security positions. Now, usually those are delegated to attaches. Uh, now, let me ask you something about this company. Now, is it who owns this company? Because you know that that now that company it's privately held. Because that company down in. Uh, Orlando that the supposed shooter worked for, you know, had a name, but it's a division of Wackenhut. And it was a security, uh, you know, government contracting uh, security firm also, but it's a division of Wackenhut. That's why I ask. I'm wondering. It is a sister to Wackenhut. They are actually a higher agency than Wackenhut because they supply all the embassies. They do all the federal courts. They are, in fact, the security, the lockdown for the secret military courts. And that's what I witnessed on June 24th with Magistrate Freeman. She's holding court in an administrative courtroom off the record, trying to obtain jurisdiction over a woman without a signed statement complaining statement of a federal offense. Why? Because, number one, there is no federal offense. Number two, the person... Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Better stop. Why isn't there any federal offense? Because this person was actually the aggressor. Okay, I thought and, you were. I thought you were going to. Okay, this person is not a federal employee. Okay, that's what I thought you were going to say. So there's two things going on here, folks: subject matter jurisdiction and personal jurisdiction in this security 
secret military court. And we see this previously in the Devyani Kobragi incident. That's K-H-O-B-R-A-G-A-D-E. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh, uh, I'm going to write that down for uh, for Frank. That's K-H-O-B-R-A-G-A-D-E. And the first name is Devani. She's the ambassador who is arrested by this magistrate and strip-searched by Intercon Security. But this ambassador from India thinks it's a U.S. marshal. Now, they have set up this ambassador to embarrass India in 2013 for these talks that are coming in. Or, 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 or remember, India is just moving into BRICS in 2013, and the United States is trying to disrupt it. Or, or I'm not quite sure, because now I'm looking at BRICS as a tool that Russia used to bring down Brazil and attempt to take down China. Now, they took down Brazil. China got out at the last moment. India, though, is still in the game. And what happens is when this ambassador is arrested and strip-searched by Intercon security, the Indian premier, prime minister, does the unexpected and cancels all the meetings with the United States. And in that contingent that was to meet with the United States, is Modi from Guat. He is going to be the prime minister, and he is, in fact, the prime minister today. So we have an outlandish incident occurring when a key person is about to ascend the prime ministership of India. And in retaliation... India deports a U.S. diplomat. But if we look at that U.S. diplomat, Wayne May, he's not a, a diplomat core. He is intercon security. So this tells me that India at the very top knows intercon is a bad apple. Now, they're responsible, Intercom, in escorting all the drugs into the country. This is how all the heroin's getting into JFK. This is how all the heroin's coming across the border on the Burlington trains. This is how all the contraband's coming in on the Nigerian ships in Red, uh, Red Hook, Brooklyn. Intercom security is hired a shotgun 
security to ride these packages in. So we know it's intelligence, the dark side of intelligence, the Bush side of intelligence. And it's very scary, people, because I looked at the arresting statement. It's unsigned. It doesn't even say who Lydia allegedly attacked. And then when we get in front of the judge and ask her if it's a court of record, Magistrate Freeman says, no, it is not. And that what we are at today is called a presentment. A presentment, folks. That's what you do to the grand jury. So they're going to indict Lydia on some charge involving assault on a federal officer, which carries one year imprisonment, $100,000 fine. And yet, the presentment, and what's more is Magistrate Freeman, in the middle of this hearing, starts to read Lydia her Miranda rights and says, I want you in my official chambers in August. I got two problems here, Frank. The judge just read her, Lydia, her Miranda rights for the first time. You see any problem with that, Frank? Well, if they intend to use anything she said prior to that, yeah. I do. (laughs) Because that's the whole thing about the Miranda rights. Look, those rights are yours. You're not granted those rights when somebody tells you about them. You always have them. They're just reminding you, look, you got these rights, you know. And, uh, you know, but if you're not told those rights, nothing you say, they can't use any of it. So, you know, other than that, I, I, I see a problem. Well, what I see a problem is how do you charge somebody with assaulting a federal officer when even if you did assault somebody and that somebody isn't actually a federal officer, uh, how can you be charged with that? And they were unsupervised. Now, the woman that strip-searched Cobrage, I think it's pronounced Cobragade, was Shane Doyle. Now, she was a, everybody told me she was a U.S. Marshal. But yet, when I looked at her in the courtroom, I noticed she wasn't wearing a badge. So I said, Shane. And by the way, when I walked into the courtroom, she was walking out to use the phone. And she goes, how are you doing, Mr. Lauren? So now they know who I am. And I turned to her and I said, well, how are you doing, Ms. Doyle? I know who she is. And I say to her, you're intercon security, aren't you? And she hesitates and says, yes, I am. 
So her supervisor is not a federal marshal either. Well, Correct. His, uh, I, it's a black guy in a blue shark skin suit with a cheap polyester tie. Black guy. Now, Frank, Intercon Security, I thought about this. The black guys that they're, and I'm sorry for everybody out there, Intercon Security recruits black men. Not Asian men, not white men, but black men. And you know, Frank, the more and more I think about these two black men, I get the picture that they're ex-cons. These men, they're either ex-cons or they failed to get into the police department because they have an aggressive streak. Or maybe they've been thrown out of the police department or they, more aggressively. Or they failed the psych evaluation on any number of different reasons. But they have been recruited for one reason. They are capable of violence when given the command. They're attack dogs. So tonight I am going to dedicate this song. I put a little work into it for you, Frank. Ah. So all those good Christians out there won't be offended. And uh, I work with a 70-year-old stripper in Times Square, (laughs) Sandy Kane, the naked cowgirl. And she is challenging the whole lockdown and sale of Times Square to Disney. You know, the ones with the crocodiles that ate the kids? Yeah, yes. I think they were alligators, but yeah. Alligators that they knew about for at least 10 years that had already tried to grab... Wait, 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 wait wait a minute. That they knew about for 10 years? Uh, Wait a minute. Let's not forget, Disney World is built in a swamp, okay? That was a swamp before they built Disney World there. That's where alligators live. I think they've known about the alligators more than 10 years. And they allow the tourists in the bungalows to feed the alligators. Now, bears have attacked the Orthodox Jews up in, in, in upstate New York where they, they live, right? They attack the little babies, not because they are meat eaters, but because these kids smell like food. Because you know how kids are when they eat. They get it all over them. So chances are this little kid had probably just eaten something on the beach and was standing downwind, upwind. And the crocs smelled them. Well, you know, there's something else, too. Uh, The oceans are having a bad time. They're being polluted, and 
you know, it's like the canary in the coal mine, right? They bring a canary in because its lungs are smaller, everything's smaller, so they put it in there, and when it chokes to death and dies, it's time to get out of the mine. Even though men aren't dropping dead yet, they have bigger lungs, and they can, you know, they can take a little more before they die. Well, the oceans, you know, these cro- these alligators and whales, and everything, they eat smaller things, and those are the first things that are being dead from all this pollution, be it the... You know, the oil spills, the correxit, the radiation, on and on it goes. And their food supply is being diminished. So, you know, they're looking for whatever they can find to eat, too. Okay, so I'm dedicating tonight's show to all the people that have been eaten by alligators. Who stand in solidarity against the security police. This lockdown under the Obama administration, because he knows about these secret military courts operating in the federal courts. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. They are operating on his watch openly. True. So I dedicate this to my nigger in the White House. Oh. Okay. Is it time to run it? Run it. That's why I'm writing this song. Oh. 
their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's still Monday, July 11, 2016, about 941 out here on the Pacific Time Coast. Go to theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Tell your friends. It doesn't even matter if they have a mobile device. We are mobile responsive. And that's even the chat room, and that's where you can go to participate in the show. It's located at the site. You'll see it. AVRN chat is what it, the link is. Uh, that's pretty simple. You uh, have to create an account, which means you'll need a name, you'll need a username, and you'll need a uh, uh, what do you call it? Email. And it also asks you what state you're from, but you know you don't have to put that there. But hey, it's nice to you know it's nice for people to know. But anyway, so. Um, then after that, it's just real easy. You just log in. So it is Monday night. This is the second hour. That means we got Dean Lauren coming to us live from New York City. Welcome back, Dean. Line me up, Frank. I need a whiskey. <laughs> yeah, and and I I the first time it happened, I didn't realize until the second and third, and then that's a pretty uh, a vulgar song without the uh, that beautiful sound. Of a twelve gauge cycling, yeah, I like that. Everybody, well, you know, knows that sound. It's great. <laughs> well, I wanted to make your listeners feel at home, so that, well, that they could carry in the comfort of their backyards, in the front yards, and on the streets of Texas, knowing that their Second Amendment rights are fully protected. And they didn't have to chase the kids away, uh, you know, from listening to it either. That's right. Now. Folks, you're probably wondering what is actually happening in the world in which the United States must execute four police officers who probably were running weapons in a Fast and Furious program. Because that's what it was. It was an execution of of four police officers or maybe two or three, and one was thrown in to, to dodge it. Because somebody wanted to get rid of those officers. So you have to ask yourself, somebody took advantage of the situation, and there is only two incidents right now that are screaming and should be on the front page of every newspaper. The first, tomorrow, Tuesday, July 12th, The Hague in the Netherlands is going to issue a decision on the territorial rights of the islands in the South China Seas between China and the Philippines. This is where all the oil fields are, folks, that Rockefeller has been trying to put his hands on since 1898, when they sunk the main on purpose. Okay, let me ask you something. If The Hague decides something that China does not agree with, what happens if China just says, that's fine, we don't care what you say? 
They've already said they aren't going to abide by it. Oh, okay. So there you go. And what's more is China's pushing back in Africa and the Middle East exactly where those embassies are infiltrated by intercon security. Hey, you know what? I'm thinking that they probably shouldn't have named it the South China Sea if they didn't want China to make a claim to it. It's always been known as the South China Sea. Well, I wonder why. Maybe because, well, China's right there. I mean, who who exactly, you know, can the Hague possibly say, oh, well, uh, this, is the, this is not China's. This is somebody else's stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I mean, really, and China's, I'm glad they stood up and said, you know what, we don't care what you say. Now, you have to understand that Netherlands has a history of colonialism, of taking properties. Oh, absolutely. In, in that area. Hey, Royal Dutch Shell. <laughs> okay. So, when we, and get this, the U.S. is not a party to the South China Sea territorial disputes, nor to the U.N. Convention of the Law of the Sea, under which the tribunal has been formed but says it wants China to play by international rules. Ah, that's like telling Israel, uh, well, or Israel saying, well, you know, we want you to, uh, you know, tell us how many nukes you've got. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they, they don't even admit they have any nukes. And they right. will never allow them to be inspected. Yet they sit there going, "Well, now wait a minute, Iran. Uh, they didn't. They, they got to let inspections in. They got to do this. They got to do that." Well, what about you? The U.S. is playing the same game, I guess, as you know their little brother over there is. Yeah, and, and what's worse, folks, when we went for Cuba in 1898, it was for all the oil fields which will go under Russia's rule. You know, Russia's been pumping massive oil off of Cuba for the last 30, 40 years. No, I didn't. And did, does Cuba get any benefits from that? Sure, they get a lot of money from it. And what's more is all that money flows through Canada. You know, because everybody, uh, I've wondered, I don't know if anybody else does, but yeah, all these years of, you know, U.S. blockades and all that, I mean... And Cuba's not a big place. What do they do? Where do they get money? Well, that it, explains it. It's totally from the oil fields. Yeah, because, I mean, they're not selling that many Cuban cigars, I don't think, to support a nation. No, they're totally oil-dependent. And that's what the United States doesn't want anybody to know, that Rockefeller wanted those oil fields. just the way they want those oil fields off the Philippines. Hey, I want all those oil fields, too. Can I have them? I want yes, them all, too. Good. Yes, you can. I want those because, you know, that would be good take, for me. Take them if you can. I could actually cut airtime costs for everybody if I could. Add. Just have those oil fields. Now, see, everybody's thinking about the strategic control of vital sea lanes. You know, this is 80% of Japan's crude oil pass through those sea lanes, when in fact, it's the vast oil fields underneath. Yeah, does anybody, I mean, really, is anybody in their right mind really thinking that that's China's game, that they're going to start sinking super tankers? 
I mean, really? Is that what somebody's trying to... This is why we can't let China be there, is because they'll start sinking super tankers, really? Yeah. You know, I, I mean, how many of those do you think you could get away with before, you know, World War Three starts? And it would only take one Molotov cocktail in the new Panama Canal, which is breaking down already, because it has insufficient water to to fill the channels. It's a it's an ecological disaster. You know, they didn't figure a way to pump seawater out. They're draining this freshwater lake, which is going to just destroy the entire land. It would only take one small detonation at the right time to destroy that entire Panama Canal lock system. Because that water would flow, causing that super tanker to smash. And it would probably break every channel door lock when the water went. Well, yeah, and and you know if it doesn't have the equal amount of pressure of the of sitting in the water, like when it's full of oil, pushing. Okay, so you got it full of oil. It's it's way down in the water, and the water is pushing against the oil. If you take away the water, I don't think that hull is strong enough to hold that oil in there. It would crack open, and all that oil would come out. Oh, it'd be an ecological disaster. So, the second big story is the British pound is crashing. Okay. They are not supporting the British pound. They're letting it fall. They who? The Queen. Oh, okay. Is there any other? Please, <laughs> get the gun. <laughs> well, you know, hey. Bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh 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 oh! I meant to I I meant to like do the gun. You shot the gun a little too soon. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I need somebody else to do the sound effect. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that, folks. I'll 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 promise that I'll I'll wash your I'll mouth out with soap after the show. No, I'll do a oh. story next week concerning the Jesuits. I'll whip them to death for that. Oh okay, <laughs> and. uh I know you'll be fine. So the Bank of Britain, which has already effectively moved all its assets out of Royal uh, Bank of Scotland, LLC. Now, that's what Lloyd's is, the insurance person and everything. So there's two. There's the Royal Bank of Scotland, and then there's the Royal Bank of Scotland, LLC, where all the properties are, the real estate. Those have been moved offshore at the last Scottish vote that was rigged to stay in the British Union. They must think we're stupid. They must think the Scottish people are stupid. So it's going to be very interesting because if The Hague comes out and rules against China, China's going to say, screw you. And that is going to effectively put the knife into NATO. 
So we actually do want the Netherlands to rule against China. Oh, I bet they will. Yes, and so Obama was just at the NATO conference, and every European country, including Germany, showed up and pulled their pockets out to demonstrate that they had no money and that the United States is going to support the NATO forces paying 96% of the bill. All right. Hey, Dean, we don't have much time left, and I just got a a question for you from the chat room. It says, Frank, what? Go ahead. My favorite color is blue. No, it says, well, thanks, but that's not the question. Frank, can you ask Dean about the flooding in New York City? The flooding in New York City? Yeah, that's the question. Well, there is no flooding in New York City, but what we have here is the flood damage from faulty infrastructure that was put in. In the subways down on the N and Q train, uh, as, you know that was supposed to be repaired from allegedly 9/11. Okay, folks. What happened was that MTA construction, where all that flooding was, was due to the labor unions using insufficient materials. So of course it cracked when they did the thermite in 9/11 in the buildings at World Trade Center. How else do you get uh, concrete to disintegrate and all the water to go up? And it's smoldered. How else do you get steel? So when they put that amount of heat in, it just drove the water right out of all the cement. Pulverizing it into dust and then the seawater bathtub broke, and they can't fix it. So they're, the L train's going down, so, and this is Charlie Modler. He's the man behind it who has bankrupted the MTA. Well, I think the guy, whoever asked this, must, I think they might be talking about, you know, back from February. You know, there was big flood damage out in Rockaway and uh, some other places. And uh, I, I guess, Oh, you mean from the hurricane? Well, yeah, I guess the question is, you know, have they done anything with it yet? I mean, have they fixed any of it? Or oh, oh, well, so, what they did find out that all these FEMA contracts were rigged. Ah! That, that everybody was putting in for damage thing and being denied when, in fact, their insurance people were putting in damage reports that said, yes, they qualified, and then FEMA was rewriting them to say they were denied. Oh. So that they could hold on to the money and invest it overnight like Rudy Giuliani did. With the gold in 9-11. The gold that disappeared from September 11th to October 14th. One month. All the gold was unable to be touched. 
in the vault, 14 stories down. All the drugs, everything in Building 7, which effectively went up in flames after the towers collapsed. Well, yeah, Building 7 is where the... uh the command center was, too. That the was supposed bunker, to be impenetrable. The bunker with diesel oil. Well, and you know that... Uh, like the planes. There was a big investigation about gold rigging going on by the FBI, and all the records were there. And now that investigation just went away because there, there's no more evidence. There's no more nothing. Everything they had has been destroyed. And coincidentally, they just indicted people over the LIBOR. And now the gold rigging has come up with Deutsche Bank and the Bank of London. So well, here we are. Let's see. Two, when was that, 2001? Oh, uh, yeah. And it is now 2016. We are finally seeing them admit that the rates for gold, LIBOR, and, and the price of oil were rigged. For the last 40 years. Well, yeah, but nobody's going to be held responsible because, you know, I mean, look how long ago it was. Half of them are probably dead or living in foreign countries. So this is what really China has, has to say, you know, to the Hague. No, we don't subscribe to your decisions in our part of the world. You don't even live here. You preyed on us. You brought in guns. You brought in opium with the queen, with the Hardinia family. The East Indian Tea Company was a license given to the Hardinia family in England. Mm. J-A-R-D-I-N-I-A. They are effectively the Hong Kong Bank of Shanghai. HBSC. <laughs> and that's that, the Hardinia family. That bank Those has some problems. That bank has some problems. Bank of America is the Jesuits. They got some problems there too. The Bank of America is the Vatican Bank. Well, we are out of time, Dean. So is Chuck Schumer. Well, you keep saying that, yet he continues. See, I'm disappointed every week that I know that he still exists. Oh, uh, they're going to get him. Well, He is the most hated man on the Beltway. Even the Jews of Bethesda hate him. Wow, and they is, control the banks. That's saying something. Anyway, Dean, we will see you again next week. Thanks for, thanks for being on, and we'll see you next week. And, uh, folks, I'll see you again tomorrow. And, as always, thanks for listening. Kind of pretty. Got another verse to it? Yeah. Right. Go ahead. Sing it. Whatever you say, John. Saturday and
time's over. The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. place to begin the modern history of the credit card. More than a thousand miles from Wall Street and the paneled halls of the Federal Reserve in Washington. But this is where the credit card business first began to really take off. This is Sioux Falls, South Dakota. A modest town of 140,000, known for its cattle auctions and meatpacking industry. It's a town which boasts a huge post office, big enough to service a city several times its size. Every day, millions of pieces of mail pass through here. And from here, millions of credit card solicitations and bills are sent to mailboxes across America. And billions of dollars in credit card payments come in from around the world. Today, Sioux Falls is one of the major credit card processing centers in the country. It all happened in Sioux Falls because a quarter of a century ago, times were hard in South Dakota. There was a nationwide recession with double-digit inflation. Money was very tight. South Dakota banks were issuing very few mortgages or loans of any kind. Interest rates were going into orbit. They were climbing all the time. Bill Janklow was then the governor of South Dakota. When I came to the governor's office, South Dakota had very tight historical laws on what you could charge to borrow. In other words, uh, there was one interest rate by law that they could charge for new cars, another one for used cars. It was highly regulated what interest rates people could pay. What I'm trying to say is uh, we may have a law that said you could charge 9%, but money cost 11%. So... Banks weren't loaning money. To get the banks to issue loans, South Dakota decided to eliminate its historic cap on interest rates, known as a usury law. We had actually changed some of our laws in 79, and we had previously introduced legislation and passed legislation, or were passing legislation, to lift the ceilings on usury so we could free up and get capital in South Dakota. At the same time across the country, in New York City, a legendary banker had his own problems. Oh, it's very simple. We were going broke. Walter Riston, then chairman of Citibank, had a credit card division that was hemorrhaging money. New York's usury laws prohibited banks from charging more than 12% on most consumer loans. 
and interest rates went up to 20%. Mm-hmm. And if you are lending money at 12% and paying 20%, you don't have to be Einstein to realize you're out of business. And it was costing Citibank 20% for money, and you were only getting 12% oh, sure. back? Certainly. Because uh, of the limit on interest. Yes. There was no way that you could continue so Riston and Citibank began looking for a new place to do business. So we made a study of the five states that had either no usury law or very high <clears throat> amounts. One of them was South Dakota. So he said, look, we'll bring a couple of thousand jobs out here. In 1981, Citibank moved its credit card operation from New York to South Dakota. From the time I met them, until we passed our legislation, it was just several weeks. I mean, we really moved. That that was a good deal for us. It was a hell of a deal for them. What did they get out of this? What Citibank got out of it? They got to stay alive. But what really attracted Citibank to South Dakota was an obscure Supreme Court decision that said a bank could now export its interest rate to other states. It was called the Marquette decision. The Marquette Bank decision was a U.S. Supreme Court decision that said, forget where the bank is chartered. Wherever the credit decision is made, in whatever state, that's the place where you can apply interest wherever you make the loan. In other words, if South Dakota had a 25% ceiling, then you could charge 25% even to a loan in Florida. Janklow realized that the Marquette decision meant that South Dakota could become the credit card capital of America. In a very short period of time, matter of a few months, I was meeting with the chairman of the Board of Bank of America, with First Chicago of Illinois, uh, Chase Manhattan Bank, Manufacturers Hanover Bank, Chemical Bank, Bank of New York, all the big banks in America, because only South Dakota at that point in time appeared to be willing to, to move forward to invite people to come in. But soon, another state got into the act. Delaware copied South Dakota's legislation, and Wilmington soon became the credit card center of the East, luring other New York banks and giving rise to new companies like MBNA. For the first time in American history, there were no legal restrictions on the interest rates banks could charge on credit cards nationwide. You could look at the Marquette decision and say, all right, maybe it took the lid off, but what it did was it had a very egalitarian effect. Duncan McDonald is the former general counsel of Citibank's credit card division. He says the Marquette decision allowed bankers to charge higher interest rates to riskier customers. The minute Marquette came along, you could jack the price up a little bit more to cover those people. And as a result, tens of millions of people who were paying 30 and 35 percent interest rates to small loan companies all of a sudden got the product at, at 19 percent interest rate and an annual fee of $20. So in that sense, it was very egalitarian and very good. And very good for banking. As the deregulation of interest rates enabled more people to get credit cards, the industry began to expand and became the most profitable sector of banking, with $30 billion in profits last year. We wanted to talk to the executives of the major credit card banks about their business, but were directed instead to the American Bankers Association. We've asked for interviews with all the major credit card companies. Uh-huh. They won't talk to us. Why? That's our job. Uh, they pay us dues to handle these kinds of sometimes difficult assignments. 
Ed Yingling is the incoming president of the American Bankers Association and the industry's top lobbyist. How profitable is the credit card business? The credit card business is profitable. You would expect the credit card business to be somewhat more profitable than the rest of the industry or parts of the industry because it's riskier. Uh, it is an unsecured loan, and so you would expect the returns to be a little higher. Wasn't last year record profits for this industry, and they're expected again this year? Uh, yeah, but compared to what? It is not an unusually... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.